Hey everybody! Hi. Oh, say that again. You're low. <clears throat> ready? Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. <clears throat> oh, I cannot. You only got one in you, night. It's weird. You can't do it twice. Hi. No, it's not the same. Hi. Huh? Weird. I never knew. I'm just adjusting your. Adjusting settings with the rad years. Because uh, Izzy likes to, uh, you know, as usual, we really got to build that box to go over this thing. Um, we're, you know what? I might have a little uh, wood left over after our little, our little project. So I'll, I'll, uh, yeah, I saw that in the garage today. Is that for that? That's for that. That's all for your audio board. I was thinking we were playing the <clears throat> intro NES game. For the YouTube channel, I usually play like an NES game to like give like a, a lobby music before we start the show when we go live. And it was really annoying. It was from NES's Fisher Price Perfect Fit. And I'm like, what if we just did this for the whole show and see how many people went crazy? It's just this. <laughs> oh, hold on. The theme music's still playing. And those bursts you hear when like someone like hits a button. I like the random bird. It, it almost, uh, it's so jarring. How did kids not go insane from this? I think we did. That's <laughs> that's where, why where we're at now. We had Fisher-Price games for the Commodore 64 squeezer, mm -hmm. but um, never Nintendo. We are, we are too old to learn from games by the time we had Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah, they tried with Commodore. We had like some mech games, I believe, Oregon Trail. Yeah, I, I, although as much as I like the shit on learning games, like I would have played that uh, uh, encyclopedia. Of, uh, what the hell, we talked about it before in the show. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? No, no, it was like uh, the encyclopedia trivia game where you like travel through time and answer trivia questions. That's Carmen San Diego too. Yeah. But this was the hell was it? I don't know. Go back through all the old shows, and you'll someone will find. It sounds it. exactly like Carmen San Diego. Well, yeah. You get a you get an encyclopedia with the game. Yeah. No, you. It's a game that comes with the encyclopedia. Oh. Yeah. Not a encyclopedia that comes with the game. No, it was actually the uh, what the hell was the big uh, PC encyclopedia back then. Oh, you mean it was like a CD-ROM game? Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Now this Carmen San Diego, like the Nintendo boxes were huge because there was actually like a like a paperback atlas or encyclopedia in it, you know. Mm -hmm. So you learned. Oh, was it Encarta? Encarta, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, it was Encarta, and what was the game on it? I don't know. I didn't play PC games really. Uh, Mind that's, Maze. That's yes, that's snood. right. We talked about this on this show. Uh, no, um, it was not that. We, well, I, you know, I wanted learning games because I was obsessed with the Carmen San Diego games, mm -hmm. and then um, I was I was obsessed with uh, my one friend had Mario is missing. 
Oh, uh, yeah, same. On like seven floppy disks? No, they had a Nintendo or Super oh. Nintendo, one of the one of the two. And yeah, it was just like, I want to play this Mario game. I'm learning. <laughs> yeah, uh, he had, it was, I think it was seven flop, it was on like seven blue floppy disks, I remember. No, he had it on his Super Nintendo Chalmers, so you just put in the cartridge and fire it up. C A T. I'm learning. Uh, sorry about last week, everybody. Oh yeah, how's your how's your purdy mouth? So it's uh, my wisdom tooth that the dentist years oh, ago no. told me that oh you have the biggest mouth on the planet you don't need to get these whores taken uh, out. Right. So I'm waiting for them to get me in so they could oh, see if no. they they yank it or what. So is it it's impacted? I don't know. I'm not a dentist. <laughs> it hurt last week we have a big fancy garage we got a whole bunch of tools and i'm sure someone in the building that could figure it out i mean yeah tie some floss around it put me on a doorknob and slam yeah. that whore yeah and right when you think we're about to slam the door we quick jumpy and rip it out with a pair of pliers <laughs> yeah it's it's all the way back there it's practically in my brain oh well then she yeah. it fine but yeah it was so um it started flaring up a bit Tuesday. By Wednesday, it was like throbbing pain. And then like by one, I told you, I was like, I can't do the show. And by one o'clock, it, the pain just went away. It was gone completely. And then yeah, I woke like up I, Thursday. It might have been the nine beers. Yeah, no, that that's, yeah. So I woke up Thursday, still no pain. I'm like, okay, it's a good, it's good. And mind you, I was leaving for Atlantic City for a Jason Fest the following day. And then, like, I was like, we're doing the show tonight. And slowly throughout the day, the pain started coming back. So I was like, shit, if this is an infection, I am fucked. Because I'm not going to be able to even get to a doctor down in Atlantic City. So I was like, I wonder if I could... My sister does these telehealth things all the time. Where you, like, <laughs> FaceTime with a doctor. You, yeah, a real doctor. You, you talk to a real doctor. Well, a real uh, nurse practitioner. Yeah, and... Um, no, this was a doctor actually. He and he's really? Hit, he's really good bedside manner. I really liked him. Interesting. Like, That's why I always like going to the nurse. I always prefer a nurse practitioner over a doctor usually. No, no, this was a doctor. So he, I, I, I was like, oh, I have a toothache. I'm going out of town. I'm worried about infection. So I, it was scheduled. I quick popped out of the truck because I was doing lacrosse, and I had I made Jake take over, <laughs> and. I got on the phone. He's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, that's that's a that's no big deal. We'll get you set up." And he's asking me a couple other questions, and it was really nice. And he's like, "Yeah, I was calling the script to Wegmans. It should be ready in an hour." So then I had a, a antibiotic just in case there was an infection, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's good. Yeah. So Lisa uses it because she's a hypochondriac and thinks she's like dying every time she gets a cold. Got oh yeah, yeah. get that. So yeah, I, I live with that. And I, I uh, so it was it was called uh, the app. It's called uh, I'm gonna give him a pl- free plug. Plush Care, hmm. and uh, you can have those prescriptions delivered with stamps.com. Well, I had to pick it up at Wegmans, so oh. <laughs> no delivery because they, you know, I I was going to Atlantic City the next day. You couldn't you couldn't Grubhub some uh, antibiotics. You know, I tried Enchantress had book club. <laughs> oh. I tried having her go pick it up for me. They should have that. Some kind of um some kind of service 
where a person comes to your door and hands you pills. And then you hand them money, and it's a wash. You can pick up anyone's prescription as long as it's not scheduled drug. Interesting. So, like... um. Any narcotics or anything, the scheduled drugs you can't pick yeah. up unless you show your ID and shit. Yeah. But yeah, anything, I'm, I'm sure there's some weirdo out there that would like get high off of antibiotics. <laughs> I'd find a way. Ugh, penicillin. Anything else you can uh, you can just um, uh, pick up. So I because I, I, I've picked up her prescriptions before, and I was like, hey, any chance you could pick up my prescription? So I could take it tonight. She's like, "Oh, I got book club," and they and they close at nine. And she had book club at like seven or eight. So I'm like, "All right, in between games, Dougie, you come down to the truck. <laughs> Trevor, shoot the open on three. Go up to two. I uh, at least you had plenty of guys. So no, we didn't. <laughs> I flew to. Did you hear this story from them already? Oh yeah. Ah okay. Of course they had the shit on me for needing antibiotic. Yeah. Oh. So, uh, yeah, that's why we couldn't. So I got the antibiotic. We went to, oh, uh, no, I shouldn't say Atlantic City, New Jersey. Stayed at the Hard Rock, the beautiful Hard Rock Hotel. We, uh, um, I took a lot of Advil and drank a lot of beer to subside the pain, as prescribed. Yeah. Um. And uh, Friday it was kind of bad. Saturday, it wasn't as bad till the night because I'm singing along. <laughs> uh, Paramore was the headliner Saturday, Squeezer. Nice. And Sunday, Blink-182, I'm screaming the lyrics around, so, you know, it's kind of sore at the end of that. But fun weekend, got back, and that's and it's barely painful at all, so. Nice. Yeah. Still I'm something. Glad you're feeling better. I offered to kiss it and make it better, but you said it would be weird. <laughs> Well, you weren't even here, so how would you kiss it if you weren't here? I can drive. I have a car. No. Uh, Thanks for you. But yeah, so we we saw a bunch of concerts this weekend at the JC. It was set up really cool. It was right on the beach. That's cool. I bet a uh, hundred bucks in the Phillies Friday night to beat the Braves. They came through for me. Nice for you. Yeah, I won a hundred and thirty dollars off that bet. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah, so that was a, a good weekend, fun weekend. Yeah, very nice. What about you? How was get... your Memorial Day weekend? Uh, it was yeah. Well, I, I work Sunday. I spent my. Did you guys day... hang out at the truck for beers Sunday after? We did. It was a fun time. It was nice, just hanging out, not really talking work, and if it like. Devolve to that. Yeah, I was gonna say that's near impossible. No, I mean it always. It, you can't help but end up there at some point. Who stayed? Who stayed? But, uh, it was me, Douglas, Jakeless, Spencerless, Coryless, and oh, uh, Stupid Ian <laughs> and myselfus. Your best friend. <laughs> Stupid Ian. I actually right. talked him into it. He's like, no, I'm going up to the cabin. I'm like, don't be a bitch. Have a beer. Uh, yeah, don't be a bitch, Ian. Weather was perfect yeah. all weekend. Oh, it was great. We sat there, watched the fireworks. I'll tell you what. I'm used to <clears throat> not seeing those things. Like, I see them in my mirror as I'm crossing the bridge. Right. 
It used to be because, you know, they have to set them off inside the park now because of all the construction and shit. There's nowhere else to go. Right. So it was like sparklers. Like it was a little poof, poof and pops. Where are they setting them off now? Same spot, but they said, fuck it. Oh. And it, it was a massive show. It was great. Inside the park? Inside the park. Jeez. Yeah, right right in center field. They put, like, tarps over the wall so they don't, like, burn the <laughs> the center field wall. And, uh, yeah, they go crazy. Mm, it was a good show. Good. Yeah. <clears throat> now I, I got a new beer today. That was exciting. Yeah, what uh, is your new beer? Um, It is... Hop Next, a futuristic West Coast style Indian pale ale. Ugh. From Sherman Street uh, Beer Company, which I stumbled upon by accident today on my walk. I just. Yeah, you went. I, I, you I got a longer walk than me tonight. Um. I, I was so pissed. I didn't realize when I stopped it. I was like, if I would have done a half a lap around the parking lot, I would have hit five miles. Oh, man. It was a good one. It was a good one. But, but not yeah, a good game, not a good baseball game. But ah, oh, we were zooming and then uh, had to, uh, the ank zooming and then uh, like extra long, like we, we I was super I anchor an hour early, an hour earlier. Right. Just, yeah. Well, that's uh, that's the luck of the Iron Pigs, right? But, yeah. It was a beautiful night. It was. It was, it was cozy. It was. Re- it was. It was. Hey, I can't complain. I was outside. You know. It went from like eighty-two degrees down to like sixty-six. Like. <laughs> Yeah, it didn't. The night before, I had to put a hood. Uh, Sunday, that that night, I had to throw a hoodie on. It actually got kind of chilly. And then yes, Monday was uh, the, the warmest day of the week so far. That was beautiful out. Yeah. Oh yeah, and I was doing hard labor, so. I couldn't mow the lawn because it didn't grow. <laughs> oh, no, no. Even my sod is that that took is starting to get a little. Uh, we didn't get any rain. A little brown. No, it's been dry, but. Yeah. Just good. Every free moment of my time, it goes this goddamn deck. I should have just paid the guy the small fortune he wanted to, and he's done already. But You're right. Um, here I am. There you are. I didn't get to watch the season finale of Ted Lasso was today. I worked tonight, so uh-huh. we didn't get to watch it. But I, I don't know if I could handle it because uh, it's supposed to be the end of the show. Oh no! Right. So I have an idea of what happens, but I don't. I don't um. Let's see. Did I tell you we saw Fast X? Was that supposed to be told? Yeah, I guess I didn't tell you we saw Fast X. Did I? Uh, at work, I thought. Yeah, talking but talking about it. Was it the week prior to? Oh, maybe you didn't. Maybe someone else. We were all <laughs> listing which. Because, like, between, like, we had, we were talking about the, all the fast movies during when we were uh, hanging out at the end of the game. And I don't, none of us have seen more than one. I haven't seen we've, one until I saw Fast X. Yeah, we've all seen one of them, but we've all seen a different one. It was very interesting conversation. So we were trying to piece the whole story together. Oh, uh, that's, uh, I don't know if it's possible, like, literally not possible. Because there's no story to piece together? Correct. Okay. So, I saw the I saw the one with the 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 uh, uh, girl from Lost, and she drove her car off a tractor trailer onto another one. That's all I remember. I uh, the what, Evelyn Jan Lee Lily. No, uh, uh, the other one. 
Juliet, the blonde? No. <laughs> uh, what other ones were in Lost? The girl with asthma? Uh, no, the Latin girl. The Latin girl. Oh, oh, oh yeah, What's she is in this. She's still in Fast 10. Yeah. Yeah, huh. it's like her. Yeah, she's like. Because I wasn't sure if she was like Puerto Rican or. She, yeah, she's the main Vin Diesel character's wife. Spoilers. Oh, spoilers! Yeah. Come on, I only saw the first one. Oh, okay. She's in the first one. She made it all the way to ten. Or, or no, no, whichever. No, I saw the end of the first one. Or am I thinking Gone in sixty seconds? Well, she's in Fast and Furious because she right, was in. So I, I, I saw. I think I saw the first one. She, I'm confusing. So I saw Gone in 60 Seconds, and I saw the one Fast and Furious she was in. So that right there, I'm good. Okay. And I played all the GTA games, which actually video games have better car chase writing than fucking those movies. But Oh. Uh, okay, so yeah, I saw the 19th, so we, I wouldn't have been able to talk about it till last week. All right, that might have been Stupid Ian then that brought it up. Uh, so yeah, I saw Fast 10. It was... Nice. Uh, okay. It was kind of, it was very stupid. Like, very stupid. Yeah, well, I don't say that in a derogatory manner. It's it's just a very dumb movie. And, were you what, dumb entertaining or? Uh, it's in, the, 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 the dialogue is so yeah. fucking hokey and hackneyed. It is so fucking, it's, it's the hackiest fucking script in the planet. And How many times do they say there's yeah, the drinking it, game every time they say you family. can't you you cannot drink every time they say family and remember halfway through the movie because it's they say it so fucking much. Maybe that's and the point. It's so fucking dumb. The the, the family shit that like, come on. We get it. And how are they like government agents? <laughs> but they're not. So what a, it's the the. I know. I saw ten out of ten, and I haven't seen any of the prior ones. And I'm, I'm like, <laughs> how did they get here? <laughs> but I kind of know the gist of the first one. So, um, like, Paul Walker's an undercover cop, right? Yeah. And he goes into the world of underground car racing, which is the Vin Diesel's at. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I might have seen the first one too. Because there was that that hey, that line about he calls him like a grant granny shifter, and we're like, uh, what's that mean? And so they're like, no one knows. Well, yeah, I don't know because I haven't seen it. Uh, Enchantress likes these movies; she's seen a, a big bulk of them. But um, I, I'm so I was like, yeah, I'll go see Fast X because the second movie was Renfield, and that was fucking fantastic. Really? I loved it. Is it because Fast X was on before it that made it so amazing? No, no. It had nothing okay. to do with that. No. It's Or they really just they found a character that's perfect for Nicolas Cage. He was barely in it. it Nicholas really? Ho Nicholas Hout is just fantastic. I'm a big fan of his okay. work in uh, The Great, and I thought he was really good in the movie, and it is it is good. And, and when Nick Cage is in it, he totally steals the scenery. And chews the shit out of it. He sh he fucking sucks the blood right out of oh, it. That's awesome. Yeah. And uh, it is quite gory, but in a funny way. Oh, oh, I love good funny gore. Yeah. But yeah, Renfield is great. That's I I liked it a lot. Nice. Highly recommend. Two thumbs up. Fucking summer is gonna be pretty cool. Summer? What summer? Or 
just, uh, you know, even June. Oh, the summer movie season. Summer movie season, yeah. I thought you were talking about a movie. You're like, summer's going to no, be really no. cool. No. no. <laughs> it's a cool, cool summer. Cool summer. Squeezers watching movies after they come out. Yeah. Actually, I fuck, I might be going to the movie at least two times in fucking June. Maybe three. I'm going this weekend, motherfucker. I don't know if I have... I'll, the problem is I'm going to fall fucking asleep. You know what I want to see this weekend? Flash? No. Or is it Spider... Oh, wait, Spider-Verse. Cross first, the Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse, and then Flash is in two weeks, right? Yeah. All right. Then Indiana Jones. And then Jones. the end of the month is Indy. Yeah. Yeah. That I'll probably see opening weekend. Uh, I'll yeah. I'll see about the others. But, uh, so Saturday... We're hopefully getting to the drive-in to see um, Cross Spider-Verse. Looks great. I can't wait. Is it weird if I go by myself? To the drive-in? Yeah. Yes. Ah. But I'm not saying it's a bad thing. <laughs> oh, okay. Because it's me, right? Like, it's... No, it's just, it's weird, but it's only not weird to you. It's just weird to everyone else. What if I get a big ass... I Don't get park a near big kids. Ass, I get a big ass lazy boy, <laughs> put it in the bed of my truck. And then drive in there and just park in the back, pop up and sit in a Lazy Boy and watch it like that. Hell yeah. The cooler beer. That sounds beer. like a win. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you even have to hide it or do they not care? They don't care. They never Sweet. did. Now they sell it in there. They, they have uh, um, oh. Brew Daddy was there on uh, during Fast X. I like Brew Daddy. And... Um, uh. My, I I think it's funny that you can you don't have to sneak beer in, but you still sneak your kids in. <laughs> Be Becky's does not allow drinking. They're a god fearing uh, drive-in, but everyone they're trying to make up for what they were in the seventies. All right, everyone brings it in. Everybody, yeah, they play the. Oh my god, I've I don't think I've ever been more drunk in my life than watching uh, Die Hard, the one with the Harrier jet. Oh, uh, the fourth. And, yeah, was it the fourth? I don't know. We're just drinking moonshine out of fucking mason jars. Yeah, we, we went to Becky's Dust Till Dawn. Everyone's, you look at every car around you, they all have beer, but y'all, you kind of just all hide it because you're technically not allowed to have it. Gotcha. But it's my, it's my fucking car, so fuck off. Yeah, wait, wait. <laughs> Did you try that with the officer too? <laughs> my, yeah. my car officer, fuck off. Yeah. Hey, I'm in my car, my property. <laughs> Fuck off. Let's see how that holds up. Well, it holds up with Becky, so I don't want to fucking hear your condescending laugh. <laughs> I'm not, it's I, condescending. It's not condescending. It's a condescending laugh. No, I, <laughs> uh huh. There it is again. I'm a silly boy. Uh, anyway, yeah, the plan is to see. Um, Across the Spider Verse this weekend. Did they? What's playing with it? They Mario Brothers. Yet? Oh, that's 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 a good, good pairing, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, did you see it already? Mm hmm. Oh, but it's worth seeing again. Yeah, absolutely. Especially at the, like, it's a good if you're gonna see it again, seeing it at the drive-in while you're not drinking. Right. You know? Well, and uh, and you know, so she tried. She's tried. She met up halfway through Renfield, but usually Enchantress falls asleep. During the second movie, and I just sit up and uh, drink and enjoy it. And uh, 
And then I wake her up at the end and be like, hey, it's over. <laughs> Get something to have a crock pot. <laughs> you got a, you have one of those uh, DC AC inverters in your truck, right? No, no, I'm at the snack stand. Oh, uh, uh, well, I don't know if they have that anymore. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, yeah the new owners might have got rid of that. Ah, uh, that's that was always like, like grandma or like Aunt Betty would just like, oh, I made halupkis. It was ne- and, they never had that. It was always just like turkey barbecue. It was turkey barbecue. I know, but no. there's always that wish that one day you walk in, it's just fucking halupkis. <laughs> they um, Becky still has turkey barbecue. I think Becky's has a much bigger menu, and a much bigger snack stand. They have like a full restaurant snack stand. Yeah. Like they got fucking bomb ass pierogies. When we saw Dust Till Dawn at one AM they reopened the snack stand and served breakfast uh, sandwiches. No shit. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, they had been good. Yeah, Dust Till Dawn was fun last year and I was uh pontificating on what movies would be in it this year. I'm like, it could be like the Flash. It, they got they always mix like a horror in there, so um you know, I don't know if they'll put Scream. <clears throat> In there, Scream Six, which I actually loved. Uh, I don't know what they'll they'll add for the horror, but obviously the Flash could for sure be in there. Uh, across the Spider Verse, Indiana Jones could for sure be part of that. You know, it's it's at Labor Day, so who knows what? There's a lot coming out between now mm-hmm. and Labor Day. Uh, Turtles. Turtles, yeah, that could be in there oh, too. Oh, did you see who's scoring it? Who's scoring what? The soundtrack for uh, Mutant Mayhem. No, who was scoring it? Uh, oh, he did a uh, Tr- throat clear. Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. Oh, yeah, yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, then. Yeah. Everyone's hoping now that the writers are striking, they'll work on Nine Inch Nails music. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny, you know, so I'm like, all right. I, I just, like, I, I went down, just started clicking on links, and I ended up on, like, one of the wikis, and I realized, like, Holy shit, like the amount of just scoring and soundtracks. Yeah, I listened to a podcast with um, Seth Rogen. Not Seth Rogen. Yeah, Seth Rogen. Not Joe Rogen, Seth Rogen. I listened to a podcast. I was like, wait, I'm thinking of the wrong guy. With Seth Rogen, who produced, he's the producer and he's also uh, either Bebop or Rocksteady. Bebop. I think he's Bebop. Yeah, so he. he uh, was talking about bringing the picture to life, the movie, and he he mentioned that Trent Reznor and um, Atticus Ross did the score. There's a lot. I told you that Paul Rudd plays fucking Mondo Gecko, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's gonna. I'm really excited for it. At first, I'm like, not another one. We talked about this when they first announced yeah. the first trailer. We said we were excited. No, but initially, I like my just the the rumors of like oh another turtle like I just uh, Michael Bay just he put a bad taste in your mouth and I wasn't a fan well, of the initial CGI like series just because you know it wasn't mine. TM and T is actually really good. Mm-hmm. The first animated CGI movie. See, I didn't see that one. That's really I was good. Ta- I'm talking about the series. The series that they. Oh no, that was they did. Yeah, the series was was awful. Yeah, well, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, uh, ours was pretty awful too. Uh, well, yeah, but you know, but as a kid, it's amazing. You know, 
Yeah, I guess. I mean, there's some great episodes, but... Yeah. Uh, plus, also, uh, Secret of the Use is god-awful. Uh, I guess it... Yeah, it is. No, it's uh, god-awful. But it as is, a kid, we loved good. it. Now, we loved it. One and, whole and, and three, three is even worse. Three well, is well, even, unwatchable. Even three as a like back then as a kid, I loved too. I look back at it and I'm like, oh, that was kind of shit. I didn't Especially even like it as a kid. That, uh, I I still well, I liked it up until I'm like, okay, here comes Bebop and Rocksteady, and then they're not there. Yeah, Toka and Razor. Well, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. That's before I realized, and you know, it's about merchandising. But no one gave a shit about him, so it didn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I had, did have the Super Shredder action figure, which Everyone I guess would Super be Shredder my first and only figure. Kevin Nash action figure. But Everyone uh, had him. He was the fucking yeah. man. It was the best action figure that they released. Yeah. Um, no, but that movie sucked. But as a kid, I bad. loved it. But, but as a kid, when 3 came out, I fucking hated it. Yes. Just I, because you they just, fucked with you the just said Henson you liked it. Stuff. No, 3? Yeah. No, 3. Yeah, you just said you like. Oh, maybe you meant two, but you no, said you like three. I meant two. Yeah. No, I like two as a yeah, kid. Yeah, three I hated as a kid. Three I hated as a kid. They they fucked with them, like the the the, the Henson suits were gone. Yeah, it was awful. It was goofy, whatever they were. Yeah, and plus we kind of were out of it by then. Uh, yeah. Well, I was. But, but I mean, I was past it, my turtle phase. But if it was good. I saw TMNT. Uh, 93. In the th- I was living at Tommy's. So back in then. In 93? No, TMNT. Oh. I, uh, what I'm saying is uh, when number three came out, I was <laughs> I was still 10 years old. Mm, yeah, again, I think I was past it. I was, a move, I was on, <laughs> on to the next. Uh, uh, you were already smoking weed. and My 93? Uh, probably. <laughs> what was I into? Oh, Jurassic Park. Yeah. I did not give a flying fuck about turtles. Well, this is March. Yeah, I just, I don't remember caring about no, it. No, I, I remember, I, I, I well, it's because it sucked. Like, no, I didn't even want to see it. I didn't see it till it came on paper. We didn't, there was, we saw one and two in the theater and we didn't see three in the theater. I probably saw it the Roxy. I mean, just the look of it. You know what? I don't even think I ever watched it fully through. Like we'd always start it and it'd be like boring and uh. it, it really is nonsensical. There's a magical scepter in there in feudal Japan. I'm like what? Yeah, I don't, I don't try to learn me why I'm watching turtles. <laughs> I yeah, I was I, I I I was out of my turtle phase by then. I know it's hard to believe, but I was fully into Jurassic Park and waiting for my Congo phase to start. <laughs> <laughs> Has that Congo phase ended yet? Hell no. Neither was by Jurassic Park or Turtles for that matter. Yeah, but Mutant Mayhem. Um, I and plus I've never seen the Michael Bay pictures is what I was getting at. So I don't know if how I feel about them. So they couldn't have left a sour taste in my mouth because I didn't watch uh, them. You know what? To be uh, you got a point. Yeah, I'll admit that I I never even bothered to see them. The trailers themselves irritated me enough <laughs> to not see it. Trailers didn't even irritate me. I was excited they were doing Krang, but I'm like, oh, maybe I'll check it out. But I'm like, I don't care enough to. And guess what? I probably won't go see Mutant Mayhem in the theater unless uh, it looks I, I, really good. I mean, I, yeah. Paul Rudd as Mondo Gecko might be enough to get me to it, but I don't know. And it's got to be. 
I'm going. They got to do the fucking last Ronin. Did you finish it yet? No. My God, great story. I think Dougie has my on the bus. If you want to read it, is it on the bus? I okay. somewhere I ordered it. <laughs> I read it. Kale read it, and he didn't like the ending. But I love the ending. But Kale might have been stoned and forgot the ending. Probably. So. Oh man, I hated the ending. What was it? I don't remember. <laughs> I love the ending. I thought the ending was great. But they got it. They have to do less for last Ronin as a movie. Fuck all this other shit. But now, I if I, if it's not at the drive-in, and I I probably won't see it this summer. I don't know. I can't promise. We'll see. Yeah, it probably will be. Yeah, it's yeah. That's what gets kids. They want movies that gets kids that get kids there. So yeah. Yeah, and you'll get the adults there too. Yeah, yeah, but they they primarily make their money when it's a, a kid picture. But it's the combo, so you don't have that argument. You're gonna have you're gonna have a bunch of middle aged men like myself. So like, I gotta start working my my girls up to like Ninja Turtles Scre- by August. Scre- so. oh, that's when it comes out. It yeah, probably comes out during Music Fest, so we're never gonna see it. Uh, August second. Yeah, we're not seeing so, that. Right? Uh, no, Music Fest starts. That's the music. That's music fest. That that's opening. Ah, you don't need me that day. <laughs> it's opening ceremonies. Come on. What are you drinking? Um, don't ask. Are you drinking coffee? No, nope, it's worse. A ghost? No. Nope. It's good for the complexion. Ah, uh, middle of light. Yeah. Yeah, well, I drank my good beer. I bought a four pack of that. Wait, why are they releasing it on a Tuesday, a Wednesday? Oh, Wednesday! I can go Wednesday. It's because they know it's Music Fest. They know Squeezer wants to go. What's uh, what's what's Wednesday the before Music Fest, Squeezer? Wednesday. What would we be doing? Oh, no. Ah, fuck. <laughs> <sighs> I told you we're not going to see it in the theater. Well, if it's one of these, well, I'll tell you what. I'm going I'm putting uh before 10:30. And if the bullpen decides to <laughs> try to fuck me, I'm going to the movies. So. <laughs> what on Thursday? No, Wednesday. But we have a show. Oh, this show. Yeah. Oh. I thought that's what dawned on you. Oh no, 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 no! Everyone will forgive Little Squeezer if he wants to go to see uh, Mutant Mayhem. They're probably not going to forgive us. Gibbons six 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 says he loves this podcast. I don't know how much longer he's like. Get to the podcast. <laughs> You're forty minutes in. You fucking dickwad. Are you serious? Yeah. This has been <laughs> just rambling. Yeah, we've been fighting over a movie <laughs> that we haven't even seen yet. It's not out for another, like, I want to say four months, but it's probably less than that, isn't it? Two. Two months. Three? Two. Two? Oh, Two. God. Summer's over. Well, did you see my notes that today I put on our, our show list? I was adding shows to our list here for what we're going to do, and at the end I go, oh, it's going to be September before we know it. Where yeah. was that? On our no- if you look at the notes I sent you, it's shared, so it updates when I... 
<laughs> oh, look at that. Notes. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, no shit. It's going to be some September before we know it. Right. So we got an update. We had no show last week because of the toothache. This, today, but believe it or not, we're talking about school memories. Next week... Uh, we start our three shows about 1993 summer oh, TV. We're, we're like halfway through this list already. Yeah, I know summer TV uh. from 93 summer movies from 93 the next week. And then everything summer 93 628 is weird summer. Uh, seven, five, we return to the great outdoors. Seven, twelve, oh, yeah. summer music two or three. I don't know which one we're at. I don't... <laughs> 719 birthday memories. Cause it's in between mine and yours birthdays. That wow, that's good producing there, buddy. Mm-hmm. Seven twenty-four, no idea. Seven eight two is a good idea. I got these two Maxim magazines from two thousand and two thousand one. I'm gonna give you one, and I'm gonna take one, and we're gonna pull five things from the magazine. Oh, that's fucking brilliant. Yeah. Eight nine will have no show for Music Fest, and then you know we got some figuring out to do. <laughs> Maybe we should just do the show where we fight about a movie that's coming out for. I, I say this every year. I hate when you send out the rundown for the summer because it makes it look so fast. I know. <laughs> I know. It's, it's almost so over. Yeah, summer hasn't even started yet, and it feels like it's over. If, if it, Music it, Fest it has, is breathing down my fucking neck. I remember last year, I had my like emergency list of things to do while we were at Penn State, and I'm not even there. I'm not even that far yet. Oh, boy. It's going. We're going to be doing a lot of the same it'll be yeah i think it, we should we yeah, should yeah. don't don't reinvent the whole wheel all at once but there's you know? there's still so much to do so much i feel like the white there's rabbit so, so much to do. yeah i'm what i started uh commercials already producing the first preview throwback show that we're doing or whatever yeah it's like it's here it's it's basically full swing at this point yeah well we're running the weird blockbuster camp SEN video retro ad yeah yeah it's uh it's breathing down our necks it'll be here before you know it and um you know what feels like it won't be here before you know it tonight's show show. (laughs) yeah (laughs) so i actually start this week oh look at you (laughs) yeah (laughs) i don't know what that means Look at you, you get to go first today. Uh, So I am, I have to go back like fucking. Oh, and and some girl tonight, then the guest of theme song actually had to cheat for Gilligan's Island. Oh yeah, I heard you say that on headset. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, The in-house, like they play like, name this theme song. And actually had to cheat, like. She had to like, what song is this? And it's like the guy's like, it's Gilligan's Island. She's like, oh, Gilligan's Island. Uh, I'm like, how the fuck do you not know that? Hmm. All right, here is my first pick from th- School Memories. This is like our, what our second School Memory show. Uh, yeah, but it, they're well, named yeah. differently. Yeah, yeah. There's like different like there's like school shopping, last day of school, <laughs> school back learning, to school, back to school. Yeah, you know. And, this is just school. Here it is. Come and meet the letter people. Come and visit the family. Words are made of letter people. A, B, C, D. Follow me. The letter people. 
Today, meet Mr. R. Mmm, snap. Rats. Dret. Twang. Oh, these rotten rubber bands. Hello, Roscoe Ropper, Rubber Band Repair Service, Inc. Send two of your best people over right away. Uh, the letter. Did you did you have the letter people in school, Squeezer? I, I mean, we might have a little bit, but it wasn't. Uh... I have a huge memory of the letter people from kindergarten. Uh, like I was obsessed with it. So every day we'd go meet a new letter, every week or something. And usually it was like associated with our name, or if it was your birthday or something, you'd get to go. And there's like an inflatable version of the character she had and she hid it and we had to go find it and bring it back to the class and then we'd watch the video which i showed which were on pbs and it was like with muppets not i don't know if they were jim henson related um and they're very much from the 60s it was from 1968 and i was in kindergarten squeezer in 1968 <laughs> <laughs> um no I was in, hold on, I have my, my cheat sheet of what year I was in what school. So I was in kindergarten uh, 87 through 88, so September 87. So that was, let's say, 20 years. So that'd be like a kindergartner now watching a video from 2003. Uh, uh-huh. Uh, mm-hmm. But that was yesterday. Uh-huh. I remember that. Uh-huh. So these were 19s, and there was very, they were very, like, 60s, like, hippie-oriented. You know what's really fucked up about that is I'm doing, I'm still, I took some time off. I got back in every now and then when I'm doing some background, but doing my, my, my raw watch-through, mm-hmm. I'm still four years away from that. From 2003? Yes. I'm still in 99. 2003 was like my last year of wrestling. Um, I was still in just because we watched you know, at the bar on Monday nights. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the letter people were, it was so Elaine Reese Wyman and Rita Friedman created the concept as a letter people of letter people as teachers in Nounet, New York. In 1964, the first grade teacher Reese Weeman formed Weeman formed the idea of the letter for the uh, letter people. She had struggled daily to draw attention of her stu- 24 students in a distraction fond hallway classroom at the overcrowded school. So they made these 26. Oh boy, anthropomorphic characters, mm-hmm. each representing a letter of the alphabet. Um, I was obsessed when I was homesick to wa- turn on PBS and watch uh, the Letter People. It was like a they were like a half hour, twelve minute, fourteen minute show, and you know I always wonder if we were, I was home watch the Letter People, and I was psyched when I got to when you got to watch something from school at home so, on TV. Oh yeah, you're home from school. Oh, you're all excited to get home from school. Now let's watch Learning. Yeah, I know. Fucking hell. Well, we watched Sesame Street, so. And Mr. Yeah. Rogers. We are dumb kids. Yeah. They, uh, they tricked us I, into I, learning. I, I woke up early just to watch Mr. Wizard. Yeah. 
Um, Nickelodeon. So, uh, the consonants were males, letter boys, and the vowels were females, letter girls, uh, whom there could be no word without. <laughs> so, even though it was dominated by the boys, if without the mm-hmm. girls, they're, you know. there's a few books. Um, oh, I see what they did there. Uh huh. That's pretty clever. Each letter person had an accompanied song, an inflatable vinyl effigy in two sizes, 12 to 14 inches, or 30 inches, the life says, known as Huggables. <laughs> that sounds so awful when you call it an effigy. That's what they have on Wikipedia here. <laughs> Other merchandise includes film strips. Remember watching film strips? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, not 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 a sl- a carousel, a film strip. Where you load it in, it's... Oh, oh. Well, no, not like the carousel, but our ours like like our film strip. It was like the. It was on a roll of film. Yeah. But it's still processed the same way as it would a carousel. Oh, like maybe. It was still frame by frame. Yeah, I don't. I don't. We 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 were probably twenty years behind you at Catholic school, so who knows? Oh, uh, you're you like you, oh, so you like watching it on like a reel to reel? No, I it was a we pulled film strips out, but we you know those computers. Speaking of you know those computers Ralph uses with the cat. Yeah, we had those big ass computer like those were the computers in like second grade, <laughs> with like four buttons. Yeah, that's what we had. Well, we, I didn't have a computer in second grade, so well this this thing probably radiated fucking. Well, it was in a building we had radioactive. There was like one uh, one Apple two. There's one. One Mac, I think the whole school shared. Yeah, there was a computer room. The whole school shared, yeah. But it, when I was in second grade, there were those giant ones that Ralph used in The Simpsons. That's why I always find that funny, because I was learning, too, just like Ralph. Um, so we we had the huggable 30-inch uh, effigy squeezer. <laughs> <laughs> and um, they, they did a, a television show produced by PBS member station KETC in St. Louis, Missouri. They are the powerhouse of the PBS. Yeah. They're fi- I, I was in their studios. It's fucking amazing. Hmm. The show first went into production in 1972. Um, it quickly spread to other stations across the country via syndication to PBS. The series premiered on March 13, 1974. There's 60 episodes, and each 15-minute installment, the letter people um, undertake various adventures in letter people land. Hi, Izzy. Come here. Um, the opening closing sequence. A little dog is minding his own business when various figures, including a female figure carrying a bunch of helium balloons, enters the gates of letter people land and sings a song. Come and meet the letter people. Come and visit the family. <sighs> Words are made with letter people. A, B, C, D, follow me. <laughs> I feel like singing the rest of them. There, I can go <laughs> through I can go through all 60 episodes if you want. Sure. Or is, <laughs> They're all on YouTube if you want to watch any of these fucking things. Is there like a cliffhanger at the end that they never resolve? It was very much um, like in the first 30 episodes... We thought they were in purgatory, but they said they weren't. And then on the sixtieth uh, episode, they revealed "Letter People Land" is purgatory, the whole uh, time. Yeah. Yeah. So they got us. There was also "Number People," but I don't think that took on. 
Those who the flash sideways. <laughs> yeah, you flash sideways to number people. They should have never flashed forward or sideways. Always flashed back. That's what the show yeah. was built on. Yeah. God damn it. All right. Um, that's letter people. Here is Squeezer's first pick. We're only an hour into the show. Usually we're on a second pick in an hour. <laughs> Oh, I should pot it up before. No one can save you now. Hey, bet we could. Fools, we will defeat you and take your Miller Lite. Not if we choose the weapon. Paper football, very clever. You kick off. It's good. We are saved. When you've got the great taste of an ice cold Miller Lite, life is good. You are worthy opponents. Let us celebrate. I know a good sports bar around the corner. Life is good. Is this because you're drinking Miller Lite tonight? Oh, wow. I wasn't even planning on that. And I'm only drinking Miller Lite because uh, I bought it when uh, people were coming over to help me destroy my deck. And there was a little left over. So. And by people, didn't wasn't it only Trucker who did? It was, tr it was Trucker. No one else came over, right? No, just me and him. Yeah, I was going to say. Trucker's only the, the only nice guy who would have come over. I would have been like, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be over. Hey, friend. When it, well, no, because, you know, it's tools and muscles. And Trucker gets excited with, like, manual man work. Oh, when I when I told him, like, nah, don't worry about it. I'm still just doing demo. Come over when I actually got to, like, you know, lay some board down. I'm going to need help. He's like, oh, that's the fun part. I'll be right there. And it was just by dumb chance my mom and my stepdad come over. So I'm giving them the tour of my shitty deck that's not done. And I'm like, ah, yeah, a buddy from work's coming over to help. And you just hear, like from the other side of the street, <laughs> come around the house, ACDC blaring. And He's such a man. <laughs> a manly man, I should say. He, like, could weld and... Build things. He's got like trucker tattoos, and he rides motorcycles. <laughs> this fucking extra that got cast as a regular on like the third season of Sons of Anarchy pulls into my driveway, <laughs> and uh, he gets out and he, and immediately like he, like got the bandana on, the glasses. Uh, he, he's got his uh, his cut on, his gloves, and all yeah. that. And <laughs> my my mom. My mom, my stepdad, are like, oh my goodness, and then like he takes it off. He's like, "Hi, I'm Jason." <laughs> I'm surprised Jane let your friend stay over. <laughs> He's this could be devil worship, <laughs> or what did she say about Pee Wee Herman? <laughs> oh no, um, no, Pee Wee was a waste of my time. Uh, Magic the Gathering was Magic the, the Gathering devil, was worshiping the devil, which I kind of owe her on that one. I'll give it that. <laughs> yeah, I always say I owe my mom for not letting me buy Jenkos. Yeah, yeah, I owe my mom for not letting me get into magic. <laughs> fuck, I'd still be one. <laughs> You'd be uh, trading yeah, cards with Kale every day. The front desk. Cards. I'd be single, not married, living in an apartment. Fuck, mom. You wouldn't need to be building the deck. You wouldn't be wouldn't drinking Miller Lite right now. I would be, I would be right living now. a dream, just right. playing, going to Cloud City, and by now I'd be playing tabletop miniatures. <laughs> You'd be Fuck. like painting your guys like in the forty-year-old version. Yeah. I don't see well, I, what was. I, I mean, luckily Enchantress like loves me because my my house is ten times worse than the forty-year-old versions. I got way more toys. 
She didn't even well, make me pack them up and sell them on eBay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a box came the other day. She's like, what's this? I'm like, oh, they're, they're stencils and chisels. I'm like, like, for what? I'm like, oh, they're tools. I'm like, for what? I'm like, they're tools. She's like, they're for your toys, aren't they? I'm like, they're tools. She's like, open. She made me open in front of her. And it's all, yeah, templates in like millimeter, like quarter millimeter chisels for my little robots. Oh, it was for your toys? Yeah, it was for my toys. I yeah. know. <laughs> was she ashamed and disgusted with you? Uh, at this point, she has to be ashamed and disgusted at herself because <laughs> she is the mother of my children. And <laughs> I, am, I am buying imported chisels from Japan for my little plastic robot men. <laughs> <coughs> and it gives me so much pleasure <laughs> to pull her down with me. Mm. Yeah. Anywho, that was a fun, moderately to slightly fully racist commercial from 1995 from Miller Lite. Mm-hmm. Um, doing the whole uh, kung fu thing and uh, the... Uh, Japanese dub stuff. What was it uh, even about? Uh, paper football? Oh, yeah. That's the one where these guys go to Japan. Oh, yeah. that We called that Chinese football back in the Wait, day. That, that, so I Googled <laughs> that, and it doesn't exist on the internet. That's what we it's called either, it. It was either a truly regional thing, or they purged it from the internet because it's racist, air quotes you know because it's you can't say it's chinese football what does that mean well because it's it's origami and as a kid it's too you're too dumb to say origami so we call the chinese football well there's uh those that origami's japanese isn't it oh well there you go (laughs) hence the racism right there well look we're from pennsylvania folks chinese football is a four-piece indie rock band from wuhan china yeah, well, and you know they took the name from that. Where yeah. else would it come from? Chinese. Oh, yeah. So, no, no. Yeah. This is not, that's not Koju. Uh, no. Because nowhere in hmm. the um, Wikipedia for paper football do the words Chinese football show up. But you called it Chinese football too, right? Yes, we did. Absolutely. And it could have been just our local... Uh, racist fathers? Racist fathers, <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, that's what we called it. So don't blame me. It's how we were raised. Oh yeah, here it, it is. Should... Paper football or Chinese football is a game played on a table that is similar to American football. Where did you find that? The Sports Archives blog. All right. Um, Here's Wikipedia. Talk paper football. In my elementary school, we always called it Chinese football. No, I didn't say talk. I, I, mean, I wasn't going to go with, into forums on the internet and read it on the show because then we'd be completely shut down. But yeah, we called it Chinese football. Oh God, constantly. And we like we'd be like, like blatant across the room she turned around and i'd flick it like over four people oh my god yeah and i almost i was like running a business so believe my ocd like you don't truly, have OCD? like i would make masterpieces you have ocd the, uh selective ocd is like when you have to turn the light switch on and off 50 times it it, it 
N- not necessarily. You're just very detail oriented. That's also OCD. No, obsessive compulsive disorder is OCD, and yeah, that's like. But if but if it makes you uncomfortable, if those details aren't completed to the T. Squeezer in in twenty uh, twenty three, people with OCD don't like when you call your attention to detail OCD. Well, sorry. Well, when you can't leave a room because you have to shut the light off fifty times, <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, a true affliction. <laughs> they're like they're not. <laughs> Call your folding paper OCD. <laughs> I wa- have to wash my hands for forty minutes. <laughs> I got I got yelled at by someone for that who actually has who who likes is a good recovery, but yeah, like you don't you don't have OCD. I'm like no, I don't. But like, well, yeah, but. But uh, socially, we've come to devolve that term into mean anything that makes you slightly annoying and weird that you have to be very particular about. Right. I don't. And if you have a problem with it, then you can yell at me over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. I uh, I can't. If you've seen my office at work, I don't think I could ever say I have OCD. That's, uh, I have an obsessive <laughs> compulsive to make piles of junk everywhere. Compulsive. I believe you're. I, I believe you're a hoarder. <laughs> you are. You're. I, well, I don't know. Are I'm you a, two steps away from cat feces covering everything? I'm an agent of chaos. <laughs> I like chaos. All right. So back in the '80s and '90s, when we played Chinese football or paper football or mm-hmm. Thicky football, finger football, flick football, tabletop football. None of those are also acceptable. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was like, I- I'm talking like lunchtime games. Because none of this has anything to do with learning. No. I don't uh, think any, well, I guess a lot of people did. but Yeah, I guess a little bit. But it was still fun learning. Yeah. Um, so there was like a handful of games that I preferred. And like, uh, like football was one like, ah, fuck, I... Like had my backpack was just full of these goddamn things, and you just fold them all the time. And then, like the the time that you would put into particular creases and the folds, and then oh, if you busted out the scotch tape and did a scotch tape wrap on those things, yeah, no. yeah. I I had one that was my masterpiece. Like it was my all time greatest slammer. It it was my pride and joy. I loved that. Would you play pogs with it? <laughs> <laughs> you could have. It was so hard. Um, yeah, and I'm not gonna go over the. I'm not, I don't have to go over the rules for. Football. You just I, you set up a field goal. You flick it through. You get a point, right? Well, no. Well, you get you get uh, four knocks with your knuckles across the table. Mm, I don't know if we ever played those rules. <laughs> yeah, you, you set up across from each other at the table, right? And one guy, you, 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 first you kick off. So you, you put it, you put it at the edge on your side, and you give it a little tap or a nudge, and hit it to the other guy. If you get the hang over their edge in one shot, you get a safety, you get a point, and you get it back right away. Oh yeah, those. But we, we don't. We never played those rules. It was just. Okay. Set up a field goal, flick it through it, you get a point. Oh, no, because then, then wherever it lands, then that person gets four little hits, and then you have to get it to hang over the edge of the table. And you use your finger, you run it across, and if it touches, that's a, a touchdown. 
and then you kick your extra point. But if you feel like you're not going to make it in four, you can drop back and still kick a field goal. Huh. There are san- there are sanctioned rules. Well, I don't remember ever playing by them. Oh, I, I still I tried teaching my kids. She didn't have the patience for it. Hmm. Uh, I had like at Christmas I got one of those. You know, back in the nineties, it was the like f- the foam one that had the football markings on it. No, no, I had a leather one. Oh, I got a foam brown foam one with the. It had the like the dimples on it, and it uh, had the markings of a football. Oh no, mine was sewn leather. <laughs> yeah, or pleather. Yeah, there's that. So there was football. Uh, and then there was I, I we didn't really have a name for it, but I they call it like penny football on the internet. That's when you play like uh the, the it's like the three coins game. No idea what you're talking about. So you take three coins, let's assume three quarters and you <coughs> drop it on the table. And now you create a triangle, right? Okay. If you, you now you pick one and you have to kinda flick it through between the other two, right? Okay. Now you created a new triangle. Then you pick another one and flick it through that one. Hmm. So you're kind of passing through the gates of each other. Hmm. Follow? Yeah, no, I'm getting you, but I never played this. Yeah. Uh, we played that all the time. That was the go-to. And then I forgot how to fucking even score. Didn't even matter. Uh... Oh, yeah, I think you... Oh, yeah, you would take... You do like the devil horns. You're like, yeah, rock on. And then you put that to the edge of the table. So like your devil horns are flat on the table pointing forward. And that was your goal. And then you try to had to get it. You had to pass it between each quarter, between the two quarters, and then get it into the goal. Mm. And whoever do it either in four tries or the fewest times, that's you get a point. We didn't even play Chinese football right. So we definitely didn't play um, this game. What else well, did you that- play? What about coin basketball? Ooh, doesn't sound like something we played, but go on. Tell us the rules. Really? Yeah. You take a quarter. We played get high in the bathroom. Oh. (laughs) When when you're in, like, third grade? Well, then again, I guess in Catholic school, you didn't have actual money, you know, because that's, like, the work of Satan. Yeah. Um, Unless it was in the offering. Right. If you had any money, you got to put it in an envelope and give it to the priest after (laughs) you uh, have your private meeting with him after... A little bit of altar wine. Man, you got altar wine? No. For free? I, I not wish. a price to pay? <laughs> um, yeah, so you know you know how you, you, you spin a coin, right? Yes. You understand that concept. So you spin the coin, okay. and then you take, your two, you take your, your two thumbs. Now, I don't mean to exclude people without thumbs, but you take your two thumbs, well. and then, boom, smash them together, and you got to catch the coin between your thumbs. Never even heard of this. All right. Now your hand, your palms are flat. I feel like you're making this up. (laughs) Your palms are flat on the table. And then using your thumbs, you got to flick it up in the air while your friend is like their belly is against the table with a a little (laughs) basket with their hands against their chest. And you got to try to get it off. You can like bank it or like just, you know, shoot in the basket into their hands. Hmm. You never played that? No, never even heard of it. Oh. <laughs> never it's, even it's saw any of it. No, it's a real thing. Yeah. Hey, you got any more? No, those were those were our big three. Those were our big three. Well, we didn't even play Chinese football, right? So, like they I said, play in the break room. Our tables are perfect for them in the break room. 
Yeah, yeah, I get that from Mike on it. We would just like honestly, we we take keep a score sheet and we just flick it back and forth. And if it went through point, it missed. Went through, you know, you just hope they miss a few times. Have been, huh? We never played fucking nubbing it across the desk. Oh yeah, you, well you get your four downs. Yeah, but you couldn't play with your friend like three rows down if you were fucking doing that. Well, you played across from each other. Well, no, we played like across the room. Well, yeah, you could do that too, but if you're playing a proper game. Yeah, we never played a proper game. I had tournament brackets and all kinds of shit. Of course you had tournament brackets. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, We are on... My computer went to sleep. Squeezer, you put my computer to sleep with your your game stories. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to start. I I am now the official uh, chief uh, lunchroom officer. For gaming activities, you, and we'll be playing giving... Chinese football and quarter and quarter basketball All right. in the well, break room. I got one rule: A, I know who's in that lunchroom. Good luck. And B, don't bother Natalie. <laughs> Fair enough. What if she, what if she wants to play? She's, she's too like, nice. She'll like just fun. she'll just say that. She doesn't mean it, but she's too nice. She'll just say that. No, but then she'll go and hustle us. Yeah, well, she probably would. She'll be like Jackie Gleason and. <laughs> Like, take all our money. Oh, man. It might be worth it to see that. All right, here is my next pick. The Jordan 11s, the commercial where he dunks, he's wearing the Concords, the white colorway with the black patent leather, the original ones, and he dunks so high, it's like 50 feet in the air, and he's he can't, and he's just hanging by the rim, he can't get down. I don't recall. I was not a sneakerhead at all. I was the biggest sneakerhead for. Uh, a bit uh, for probably middle school. Once my mom like came, like when, when we started making money, by the time I was in seventh grade, and like she, I told you the first Nikes I ever owned were the Ken Griffey Juniors. And once I like she opened that door, <coughs> all bets were off. And by eighth grade, ninety five and ninety six, the Jordan left famously after uh, the Bulls to play baseball after his dad was killed. And uh, he came back um, wearing number 45 and wearing a beautiful, beautiful Jordan 11 sneaker. And that was the coolest and still to this day, the most popular Air Jordan in the planet. And my, I had the, the breads, the black and red colorway. I, ha- I was a huge. So I, when I was a kid, I liked the Phillies, the Sixers and the Vikings, you know, and you like those teams. Then by the time I'm like older and a teen in middle school, I started like being really into players. Like Ken Griffey Jr. was the man, Michael Jordan, Dennis Rodman. There was a lot of football players that were like, you know, you like players. I still like the Vikings and I watch the Vikings every week. 
but like the sports that were like longer, like I just loved watching NBA. I loved watching Charles Barkley with the Suns. I loved watching Muggsy Bogues with the Hornets. I loved watching fucking uh, David Robinson and, and Dennis Rodman with the Spurs. And fucking Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen with the Bulls. And then David uh, Dennis Rodman went to the Bulls. And that was the best team in the history of basketball, the 96 Bulls. I'm not going to lie. I watched basketball then. Everyone did. Yeah. And, and I, I loved, I loved like, players. And, I mean, it, it didn't hurt that the Sixers were complete garbage back then. <laughs> So like it was fun. Like you couldn't not root for Michael Jordan. He's the fucking man. He's the best. Like he's the best player or athlete to participate in sports in the history of the fucking world, right? I mean, they call him the Michael Jordan of things if they're good. If they're good, yeah. Yeah. So he was the the goat. He was the originator, and like. You know, they'll never call anyone the Tom Brady of something, even though he was the best quarterback to ever play the game. They'll never call anyone the LeBron James of something. They'll never call anybody, I mean, the Wayne Gretzky even, you know? It's it's Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. That being said, the Air Jordan uh, 11s were the coolest sneaker and still my favorite sneaker to this day. I wear a version of them. Well, now I'm wearing my, my summer shoes I wear with, Shorts, the green ones, the air, the Nike flies, fly knits. You know those tall yes. green ones I have. But before that, for like two years, I wore my uh, Jordan Eleven Low Comforts. Those black shoes I have, mm-hmm. with the white. Yeah, you know, they're like low, and they're a version of the Jordan Elevens without the patent leather. Um, but I love the Jordan. I had the Jordan 11 breads and they were my favorite sneakers. I had the black Rodman jersey. I had the black Jordan jersey. I had the red bull shorts. I was, I was so in the NBA. I had, I had a fucking, um, because of Chris Weber and uh, the Fab Five in Michigan, I had a Michigan basketball jersey. I had a fucking Charles Barkley Phoenix Suns jersey. They're all champion jerseys. I had... A fucking Penny Hardaway jersey with Orlando Magic. Man, that was such a good air to be an NBA fan. I mean, not even a fan. I wasn't an NBA fan, but... Well, if you watched watched. it, you I I was a fan of just uh, whatever it was that was going on. The NBA. (laughs) Yeah. Right. It was fucking fun to watch. And to watch the 96 Bulls and to watch the playoffs in those 95, 96, 97 was fucking awesome. Akeem Olajuwon, Patrick Ewing. Fuck, God, there's so many good players. Carl Malone. Uh, anyway, so I, I pulled up. There's a lot about the shoe that makes it special. It's still Jordan's favorite ever. And it's everyone's favorite. There's a reason why the 11s are iconic. And it's why it's like I look back when I... I, So I had the original release of the Breads. My dad took me to buy them. And I don't have them anymore. I wish I still did. And that's the shoe I want to get back. But I have like the cool grays and and brand new in a box in here somewhere. Um, So it was designed by... What the guy's name? His name was like Tinker something. 
Uh, Tinker Hatfield. And it was designed while he was playing baseball in hopes that he would come back to basketball. And he designed them by just watching Jordan footage. And he saw like when he like turned to pivot, his foot would like like go over the sole of his shoe because he moved so harshly. So he put that patent leather there, the mud guard, to be more rigid so it wouldn't move his foot. He put a carbon fiber plate in there to help with the sturdiness, like the design. He used um, uh, Kodora nylon, ballistic nylon, to make it stronger and lighter in the upper. Like everything he did was to make it the perfect shoe for Michael Jordan. And it was just a prototype when he came back and he's like, I'm wearing it. And they're like, no, no, no. It's just, a, he's like, I don't care. I got to wear it. I love the shoe. And he got fined $5,000 because it was white and black. It wasn't the Bulls colorway. Mm-hmm. And if you watch Air, he get he got five uh, fined five thousand dollars because the shoe the Jordan ones were black and and red and they they had to be all white with a little bit of other color. So he got fined for that, but Nike was like, "We'll just pay the fines." So he paid the fines, and then Nike made him a black colorway, um, which would be called the <clears throat> the Jordan Eleven Space Jams because he wore that colorway in Space Jam. And then for the playoffs in '96. He wore the breads, the black and with the red bottoms, which, which is the one I had. And for the for the All-Star game that year, which he won the MVP, he wore the white and Tar Heel blue colorway, which was the third colorway, well, the fourth colorway, but only the third they sold that year. The Concords were the original, which were white and black. Uh, and the original ones he wore had 45 in the back because he came back with 45, and then he changed his number to 20, back to 23. Man, that was, I just, that was such an, like, <laughs> you'll never get those those years back and that feeling of, of Jordan going to play baseball and then coming back and then Space Jam coming out. And that movie was fucking awesome. Even though like, critics buried it. <clears throat> Bill Murray's wow. in it, the Looney Tunes, Michael Jordan, fucking Newman. A.K.A. Dennis Nadri, A.K.A. Wayne Knight. Hello, Newman. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's so much. Like, if you look up, there's so much history and like behind it. Uh, the shoe, like the stories. There's like videos on YouTube about the stories. I could go on all night about how this shoe came to be and why it's so popular. And like groomsmen, because it has the patent, the shiny patent leather around it. Groomsmen will often like buy it to be just like the Converse All Star to be like the groomsman shoe, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. But yes, my favorite Jordan, my favorite shoe I had as a kid, and it beats out Squeezer. It beats out the Reebok Pump, which made me the most popular kid in third grade when I had the Reebok Pump. I was never popular. I mean, I had a class of 26 people that I've known for four years at that point, and they just wanted <laughs> to pump my sneakers. But uh, but in eighth grade, walking the halls in these fucking Air Jordan 11s and my Viking starter jacket and my uh, starter-fitted San Antonio Spurs hat, I looked like a mishmash of trash, colorful, colorful trash, <laughs> and I loved every second of it. Here is your, holy shit, second pick. Ah. Dad, you gotta believe me. She said bad, Dad. Forget it, Junior. You have no credibility anymore. Now, 
Let's just see if we can get through this evening like a normal family without anything bizarre happening, okay? Come on. Come here. Look at the chart. I got 15 gold stars this semester. So, do you have anything nice to show me? Sure, just the usual stuff. There's my desk. And here's my science project. I'm innocent. What is this? <clears throat> oh, it's Open House from uh, Problem Child. Oh. Yeah. And Junior gives his dad the tour. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I, <clears throat> I, I actually just attended one, uh, what, last week? I was at the open house uh, for my kid. And I, and it's funny because I remember I was going to talk about how, like, excited I was to just go around school and show everything off. And then I proceed to watch my kid go around and just the absolute excitement of being at school when you don't have to be and just kind of running roughshod over the building. It had nothing to do about like what you did or what you learned. It was just an excuse for you to find your friends and run around school and not be told where and when you can't go somewhere. We had times we did that at Catholic school, but I, we didn't have any open fucking house. Oh, you didn't have... How'd you bring your parents in to show them all your your shitty paintings that you did of Monty <laughs> Python and the Holy Grail that hangs up in the? Oh, uh, uh, they were hallway. called in the school plenty, but not for open house, <laughs> and not for Chris, and not for Lisa. Forgets oh. my draft. <laughs> I got. <laughs> no, uh, yes. Yeah, so I've been a bad boy. <laughs> I was a little in asshole. Public school. Oh, yeah, I, well, yeah. You know, you, you learned mindless dumb shit that isn't going to apply to real life at all. Um, but then a as you get closer towards the end of the year, all of a sudden you start doing a bunch of these cute little projects that are going to hang up on the wall. So teachers Oh, so decorating. open house was at the end of the year, not the beginning? Beginning of the year is always meet the teacher. Yeah, parent-teacher night. And you didn't go to that. Kids didn't go to that. Yeah, that was just for the parents to meet Yeah. The, well, they, they would I, have meet the teacher was usually early when it was like a little more of an open house. It was a little informal. So we had parent meet, teacher night, but yeah, parent teacher <laughs> night was like mid year, and that's when you're like, okay, your kid's a little shit, um, or like, oh, they're so wonderful, and then you're like, really, my kid? Uh, and then the end towards the end of the year was open house, and that's when all your projects and stuff were on display, and you got to give a tour. And they had, like, of course, it just so happened that the book fair would be there and your parents with their credit card or whatever was there. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I think we might have had an open house during Spirit Week, Catholic Schools Week, now that I'm thinking about it. Like Spirit Week, like <laughs> rah rah spirit or spirit, like. Oh. It was Catholic Schools Week. That's when we had, like, the marathon, which they we trotted around the ghetto of Allentown. Um, we had. Uh, I think we had an open house, and I think um, <clears throat> I think we. Sorry, I'm losing my voice. I think we had a. Um, that's when we had book fair, yeah, and that's when our parents would come in and, and spend money from us if they wanted to. But yep, yeah. <clears throat> I talked. Uh, um, 
I told, did I ever tell you the story of my senior year? Uh, when my dad went to um, the open house for parents at Parkland, mm -hmm. it, it wasn't kid. Kids don't go. It was that night, and the, it was parent teacher night. And okay, the parents. Yeah, because we didn't have I don't, we didn't do like open house in high school. No, it wasn't open house. It was like the parents could come and meet the teachers. Yeah, and get a, like a load of your curriculum and everything. Mm -hmm. So my dad goes, and the parents sit in your seats and everything, go to each go each of your classes. And it's only like 10 minutes. You don't have to sit in an actual class. And my English teacher, Miss Probst, starts telling a story. She's like, I'm not going to say his name to embarrass you. But one of my students, I he come over and he was ripping all the pages out of it. The, they gave a, at Parkland, they gave us student planners the beginning of mm -hmm. each year. And I was like ripping big chunks of it out. And she came up to me and she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm not planning on doing anything for these, these weeks. So I'm ripping them out. <laughs> To make it lighter for me. And my dad said he turned beet red and slunk into his chair and knew it was me. And it was. He was right. He knew it was me. <laughs> yeah, it was like that weird, like, like parents or son, like power. Like he, he yeah. was embarrassed by me without being embarrassed by me. See, was it like the, it had the cur uh, curly Q spiral like, yes. binder? Yes. Yeah, we had the same ones, but like. Me, I like the planner, but I hated all the filler crap that they threw in there. I don't remember filler crap. I ripped, yeah. I, I ripped the the specific weeks out that I didn't plan on doing oh, anything. See, well, I, I couldn't allow. I would have said my OCD, but apparently I can't say no, that. No, you can't. Um, I I would take the spiral out and then take them out neatly because I can't stand those little <laughs> like papery little shreds in there i, I think and you would I uh, you, page you, out, i gotta pull it out yeah you seem to be the type that likes having a planner even if they're doing work or not well yeah and i like a planner but i don't use it properly yeah. i'm the worst at that i refuse I like, to I do like the idea of it i refuse to do homework for most of my school life it's my time i i probably would have i, I got really good grades on tests like a really good, cause I can, and I'm not saying I'm smart. I'm saying I could read a book the night before and go in and remember it enough to take the test and ace it. Mm -hmm. Now I never did homework or I, if I did, I did it in class, but I was not doing it at home. Yeah. See, that's where like, I, I could not, I still can't. Like if you gave me like multiple choice, I'm screwed. But if you're like, if it's some, like some critical thinking, like write this essay, I'm golden. No, I I'll was... just start writing nonsense, and they're like, "Oh, it's a lot of words." <laughs> a. No, uh, I was I was good at I, I was good at writing papers. I would even wrote papers for like a girl I dated in college, and I, my sister after I graduated, I wrote a lot of her papers, like because I'm I'm good at like regurgitating the information. Like that's not means you're smart. It's just a skill set. Yeah. Uh, and I was good at test taking. Again, does not mean you're smart. It was just a skill set. Did I learn anything? No. I just, the night before, I'd read what the test was on. I'd, I'd memorize, or that, like that, that morning, I'd read what the test was on and then take the test and do good enough to get through school. I refused to do homework. Um, much to my, and I'd tell, my teachers would be like, why didn't you do your homework? I'm like, that's my time. They'd be like, well, if you don't do your homework, you got detention. I'm like, nah, I'm not doing that either. <laughs> then they'd call my parents, and my parents would be like, what do you, we, this is every year, what do you want us to do? He refuses to do his homework. We can't, we ground him, and he doesn't care. He does not, like, there's nothing we can do. We're powerless. <clears throat> uh, he gave me such hope. 
Like yeah, my, my my fault came in like like memory memorizing things. I'm like I'm a history kid, like that. I'm a fan of that. And there's two different kinds of teachers, and there's the ones that's like, it's like oh you have to like what ha- the, what is the date that this thing happened? I'm like I don't know that. But you ask me why this happened and what the repercussions were and what it means throughout history. Like I can explain that and I understand it. I just oh, also I cheated any chance I got writing the answers on my arm with my long sleeve shirt. Oh, nice. Not even the answers. Like I'd write like things I can remember. You know what I mean? Like crypt yeah. notes. Cryptic, almost like a code. Yeah. That, like this is that. And this <clears throat> yeah. Because to be fair, I argue that that is a more important skill set oh, fuck yeah, for it society is. as yeah. a whole. Yeah. Cheating to Kids, get by is more High school important. is fucking bullshit. Like, oh, learning is a lifelong process, and high school is just fucking paid childcare. Yeah. And if you. And, and they're teaching you, they're not teaching you to learn, they're teaching you to take a test right. so you can pass that test so they get more funding. Right. I was lucky enough to go to Parkland where I had a state of the art television school <clears throat> to <Yes. clears throat> spend my time in. Yep. Not everyone's that lucky. And, and I had teachers that accepted, like, my fate. They're like, oh. Like they saw, like, oh, this is—he's gonna be that kid. Well, yeah, so every everyone in the it. school just knew I was him. gonna be the television kid. Like it was predetermined. They're like, oh, he's just—that's what he's gonna do. It's like the uh, the auto mechanic kids, and you know, those are the ones yeah. who turn out the best. I swear to God. I mean, they—you might shit on Votech kids or the fucking AV nerds, but yeah. like, <clears throat> we have a career ahead of us. Yeah. Well, I I, I still argue like, what are you like, gonna be a doctor? <laughs> Ooh la la. <laughs> The problem was like the stigma. Like you had to go to college and you couldn't go to Votech. Like the, the stigma that came with it. And I would argue yeah, for, that by like for your Votech, junior yeah. year or your senior year, like ha- everyone should be some kind of skill based learning and not just college prep courses. Yeah, I yeah, I completely agree. I think college prep is complete bullshit. They should teach. Well, now there's a lot of charter schools and teaching the arts more. You know, mm-hmm. it's changed. I guess I don't know. I don't care. Yeah, you, you too care late for us. Well, you care. You have kids. I don't care. Yeah. Fuck it. I will tell uh, t- your kids are uh, you're ho- doing homework is a waste of your time. G- uh, have fun. Mm-hmm. Go out and play. Fuck homework because when you're an adult, you're gonna have to. You know, yeah. I'm and sitting you're here. Both gonna be electrical engineers. <laughs> Wait, you're making your daughters be electrical engineers? Uh, some something with like some substance. I work in television. Yeah. All right, what are we talking? Are we still talking geology? About- there you go. Could work for a gas company. You got any open house stories, or was that it? Oh no, I mean I I did, but we, we've been going on. Long. I'll I'll save those for another time. All right. I mean, no. I want you to tell just, them if you have stuff my, prepared. My, my shitty, the one it, it haunts me to this day, where we had to do, um, <clears throat> where you had to do a uh, a painting, take a movie poster, and then do like the grid thing, and then like you would do a grid over that poster, and then do a grid on a blank canvas, and then paint it that way, like draw it via the grid, and then paint it. Oh, we did that with pencil drawing in art class in like seventh or eighth grade. Yeah, so, like, some kids, like, oh, wow, his turned out really good. Like, oh, wow, he did Ghostbusters. Uh, and then other kids, I, I, 
shit. I decided I'm going to do Monty Python and the Holy Grail. I did Dan Kendra on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Nice. Very nice. Yeah. But. This was like, it sounds great. Do you know why it would be easy to repaint, to to paint and recreate the the poster from Ghostbusters? Yeah, I I understand. Because it's a cartoon ghost. Right. Do you know what the cover of Monty Python and the Holy Grail looks like? Well, that's your it's, fucking own fault. It's all the <laughs> small little faces of the entire cast of Monty Python in a giant cup. I hope you still have that. No, it, it's trashed long oh, ago. Oh, man. This is like uh, seventh grade, maybe? Sixth or seventh grade. And it was fucking horrific. It was so bad. But it was so hard to do. I don't know why I picked it. It was so hard to do. Um... I failed miserably. I shot for the stars. And uh, I didn't... I ended up like a SpaceX rocket. My... Taking out a fucking... Uh, Dan Kendra Sports Illustrated cover was not much better, buddy. So don't take too much offense to it. I did in our uh, screen printing class, you know, uh, uh, digital learning or digital visual, whatever it was. I did the Shaq Fu game cover. Not even Shaq. I just did the Shaq Fu logo because it was really easy. <laughs> That's a, it's a, it's a skill I don't have. All right, here is my next pick. Now on sale at your local newsstand, the new World Wrestling Federation magazine. Andre the Giant teams up with the Goonies. Captain Louis Albano becomes a wise guy. The stars of the World Wrestling Federation in cartoon form. The striking similarity of Bobby the Brain Heenan and a real live weasel. Featured on Paul Orndorff, Ricky Steamboat, Hillbilly Jim, the British Bulldog. Their bite is worse than their bark. Jesse Ventura, not just anybody. King Kong Bundy takes a giant step. All this and more in the new edition of the World Wrestling Federation magazine, now on sale at your local newsstand. Uh, hold on, I'm pulling out my wrestling magazines here. Oh, nice. So I loved, so I, I got, I, I liked wrestling like younger, but I got really into wrestling in the summer of 1990, Squeezer, right after mm-hmm. WrestleMania 6. And that um, took me into third grade. So that was in between second and third grade for me. Mm-hmm. And I, so I was also really big into D&D. Dungeons and Dragons? Yes. Really? Oh, yeah. Huge. I'm jealous. Um, and so I was a dungeon master. I would make the campaigns. I could see that. And we, my brother and I became friends with this kid, Vincent, down the street. And that was the summer we got us, um, Super Mario Brothers 3. Mm-hmm. And I, I, just, I just remember like playing Nintendo in his basement constantly and watching like wrestling pay-per-views at the house because we had them. And like SummerSlam was the first pay-per-view like, I, I watched live uh, when Earthquake and Hulk Hogan. And then I started getting... WWF magazine. I have one here from March ninety one. It's not mine because mine were obliterated. I decided to make my own D and D campaigns with wrestlers with weapons and moves, and I used and, and wrestling fits. Pro, professional wrestling fits very well in the D and D as far as uh, weapon. Like you got your bad guys and your good guys. 
your your weapons and your moves and your your point systems and it's and the storylines are, are solid for fucking <laughs> campaigns. So I had this notebook my grandmother gave me, and I'd be at her house drawing, and I, I'd like I'd trace a lot, but I'd also like cut out out of the magazines the pictures and stuff and and put them in my um basically my campaign books squeezer that said like what a weapon was what it was worth it's 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 damage um you know a potions what hit points or damage or you know skills or magic and um man i loved wrestling magazines more than anything i loved the merchandise catalogs and <laughs> i wanted it all the ultimate warrior arm ties the Hulk Hogan fanny packs and pillows and painters caps. The I mean, I had the wrestling buddies, the Bears, the Hogan and Warrior Bears, the oversized Bret Hart shirts. The T-shirts were always so cool. I never got any of those. Um, I was in the fan club though. I had the cassette tape of all the music, which I used, you know, to wrestle my bed buddies. The foam belts, which I have in my office now. The kite, I had the kite. Uh, um, I I only I only had the championship world foam belt, and then I also had in the opening here it has the Toys R Us ad for WWF, um, and it has the Hasbro WWF championship belt, which was just a um, a a foam belt with a plastic plate that you had to put the sticker on yourself, <laughs> <laughs> and um. That was apparently eleven ninety nine. That was a rip off. Who back? It's like twenty five bucks now. Thirty. Mm. The wrestling buddies were twenty four ninety nine. It's Holy like fifty dollars. Yeah, I had two of them. I had Macho Man uh, I, I and Macho King on, and Hogan. I guess it's on par with the current Squishmallow fad. Yeah. The right. action figures were three ninety nine each. The Hasbro figures, which, God, I wish there still were. And the the ring was seventeen ninety nine. The LJN wrestling challenge was forty four ninety nine. Yeah, video games have not gotten more expensive. Uh, they recently started. Uh, yeah, but still with inflation, they're still cheaper than they used to be. Oh, they're still much cheaper. But it's funny watching people complain about it. Like yeah. it's seventy dollars now. That's ridiculous. I'm like, no, the fact that it's still seventy dollars is ridiculous. Right. And they cost a lot more to make. Right. When they were fifty dollars, it was four guys in the garage. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also would get Pro Wrestling Illustrated occasionally, and that was like the newspaper print with some glossy print in the middle. But this would like talk about other. So you'd see like ECW stuff when it was still Eastern Championship Wrestling, WCW stuff, another like dirt dirt sheet shit. And, like they always like the most hated and most popular wrestlers. Obviously, this one has Hulk Hogan. Most popular are Sergeant Slaughter, most hated. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I I mean I loved pro wrestling. I got WWE magazine constantly, and occasionally some of the other uh, after mags. Uh, and we got to meet Bill after he came on Larry Holmes' show. Uh, were you there for that? He brought in the two big fat wrestlers. No. Yeah, it might have been before. That that might have been my my time away. It, it was probably I, I was time there away. when the show started. Right. I was there for the first episode, and then I took some time off. And then I came back, and it was a different show at that point. Yeah, this we uh, so Bill After was in, 
Uh, and he was friends with actually Colby, surprisingly not. Oh, no, I believe that. Hey. But the after mags, like pro PWI and everything. Um, yeah. Going through them. What is Bill After listed it to in here? Senior editor, Bill After. Yeah. Um, that was super fun for me as a kid, going through and making D&D campaign. No one would play them with me, so I'd always <laughs> play myself. Uh, do you still have them? Um, you know what? They're, my one book I thought was at my... I bet it's up in my aunt's house. My notebook, because I kept the one notebook at my grandmother's house, because mm-hmm. it was so boring over there. That's like all I had to do. Yeah. Um, and then her stuff went to my aunt, so I bet it's I bet it's in the storage locker. If we go through it, and you can find my one notebook with, I made I'd make like, I'd take the cardboard backs of notebook papers and make arrogance containers, like you know the the <laughs> plant sprayers that he the had. Arrogance spray. Yeah. yeah. And I'd make, and there's like 50 different types of arrogance that did different things. <laughs> I always loved heels, you know that. Oh, yeah. He's a heel. When you're done eating dinner, when you finish your drink, and there's a stack of dirty dishes in the kitchen sink, who's gonna wash them? Who's gonna make them clean? This is a Devo song? Shh. What the fuck is this? I'm stuck with your dishes. What is this? This is the first, the greatest concert I ever attended. Third grade in the pit, we called it. It was, there was a room off the library on the second floor that dipped down so it had like tiered seating so it was like this weird little uh like greek amphitheater and uh we were all in there and the rock star of our ages he just released a new album uh and uh what year was that was this mark mother's ball after he left evo no, this is bigger than that. This is Jonathan Sprout. Oh. Never heard of him. Oh, well, that's because you were in little Catholic school. You didn't get the big the big names. No. Um, yeah. So this would have been... Uh, was this Kid Power? on? Yeah, this would have been Kid Power, released in 91. It was stuck with the dishes. And this was... I mean, this was his monster jam. I mean, oh, we were it's all... Stairway to Heaven? Up. Yeah, mm. yeah. This is his, this is his stairway, and it it, it was a masterpiece. We're all <laughs> singing along, and uh, I still remember to this day him coming in and performing this live in front of us. This Grammy nominated artist. Well, not at the time, but later down the road. It's not uh, like he was a Grammy winning artist like Jimmy Starr. Oh. I'm hitting keys on my keyboard. Yes, but he was nominated for Grammy Award for Best Music for Children category. Uh, Jimmy Stair was nominated for Best Music for People Who Are Almost Dead. <laughs> <laughs> so it's very similar. There you go. It's like two and in- either way, we're all wearing diapers. Yes. Uh, um, 
Yeah, I did not know. He was actually, he's uh, a, a Jersey guy. He's from PA. He's local. So I guess that's why at the time uh, he came to our school. Question. Uh, he was traveling country. Does anyone else in any other state refer to their state by two letters? Like, No. It's just PA? It's only PA. Like, if any, yeah. Are we sure about that? Probably, because everything else sounds weird. Like they don't call Florida FL. We're in the FL, motherfucker. No, because you just say, because no one wants to even admit they're from Florida. So, <laughs> what about California? That, that's the CA. It's Cali. No one says down in CA. I don't know. Maybe anyone in California, do you say, who that listens? Yeah, anyone who listens, do you refer to your state? By its initials, because we all, everyone here Keep refers to Pennsylvania screwers. by PA. You guys are still here, are, are, maybe. Yeah. If you're st- what what state, and do you abbreviate it by initials? I think, I felt like I read this somewhere on the internet, and which is always right. And yeah, I think we're the only ones that refer to ourselves. Or it's like, it was like a way to spot an imposter. Like, if they're like, well, where are you from? Well, I'm from Pennsylvania. And, like, imposter. Oh, generally, no. Pennsylvania is fairly unique in that regard. No shit. I'm from Louisiana, but L.A. is already taken. Oh, yeah, well, that's a city. I'm from Ohio. We call you PA, too. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. Huh. Hmm. It's a it's a so, lot to say. On Reddit, someone said, "Growing up in Pennsylvania, we always say I'm from PA." Um, so is PA the only one? Edit. I was raised in, not from. It's pronounced PA. We say the letters. I say this because the O H confuses me. Are you? Do you say O or do you say I O or do you say O H? <laughs> <laughs> Not we're the state. just so oh, okay. busy, we have to abbreviate our... Someone said not the state, but D.C. Okay, everyone calls Washington, D.C., D.C., but that's in the name. Yeah, but... Yeah. They call Massachusetts Mass. Mm-hmm. Um... I'm going to start calling it Penn's Woods from now on. <laughs> Where are you from? Oh, I'm from Penn's Woods. Someone said I lived in Michigan, Ohio, and Pennsylvania, and they only do that in PA. Yeah. Someone wrote, no, man. No, man. Shit, no, man. I believe you get your ass kicked for saying something like that. <laughs> California is California. Anyone who'd say CA or Cali is a tourist. Well, I'm a I'm a tourist then. I heard plenty of people refer to the upper peninsula of Michigan as the up UP, but never the LP for the lower. And someone said, Oh yeah, PA is a thing for sure. I think there's just a few states that do this as well. When I lived in Ohio, it was PA. When I moved to Arizona, a ton of people said A Z as well. Oh, okay. Okay, well, you know what? Yeah, Arizona I I, I could see that too, because it's about like it's a personality thing. And Arizona's just Pennsylvania, just hotter and drier. Mm. 
It really, honestly, that's the thing. Like down there, like that whole that area reminds me a lot. Like here, just a lot, just drier. That's why I like it. Because most of it, you know, like that that stretch of like seventy eight, where it's like nothing, but nothing but grass. Mm-hmm. Imagine nothing but sand. It's the same thing mm. with the like occasional giant. Yeah, it's Pennsylvania. Just the the occasional Zona giant. Um, uh, 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 Jesus Church radio tower that someone. So really it looks built. like Arizona is the only other one. Everyone says I'm from AZ. All right, we're friends. Okay, I like Arizona. We're cool. Um, we got more water than you. <laughs> yeah, but I we generally always say PA. Yeah, no one says. No one says Pennsylvania. No, that's no one said. There's no other way to say it. No one says Penn. It's a yeah. fucking dumb college. No one says Pensy. That's what drives me nuts too. Like or when our, our, our local professional athletes, when they talk about going up to Lehigh, I'm like, no, no, that's a college. The Lehigh Valley is where you're <laughs> playing. It yeah, drives me insane. But the like even T Mac does that constantly. I know he does it all the time. He does I it all the time. Like, yeah. nah, that's a Phillies play-by-play broadcaster for yeah, a television. Like, no, 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 no. That's not what we call it here. Yeah. Lehigh. No one call that's a, that's a river and a college, <laughs> and a county. Uh, all right, and and a valley. Um, and a valley, what? a valley within a valley. I stole your sprout comment. Did you have anything more on him? No, uh, he, he, I mean, he's actually still active. He does a whole lot of stuff, like a lot of... Uh, uh, I, I devolved for... both of your last picks. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, he, he promotes his uh, force for good. He, he's uh, still, uh, he's, how old is he now? 70, he's 71. And he still just probably like, listens to writes Jimmy now. good, positive songs for kids to learn. Like, it, it's just... Uh, Look, like even then, like by third grade, I'm like, oh, this is awesome. Fourth grade, I'm like, oh man, that's so lame. You know, in high school, you're making fun of it, and even in your 20s. But now I'm like, holy shit, it's something wholesome and good. And now I'm like, go, go, be wholesome and good, please. Someone, if there's anyone here, like he still posts on it, like his blog and his forum, and like, uh, Force for Good Music, Jonathan Sprout, just a good guy. He he, he was nominated for a Grammy for his like uh, American Heroes. Like he's like, just he's wearing an American flag shirt, singing a playing a guitar to like elementary school kids. Good for you. Hmm. Yeah, for and you. that not in that blind like you know raw rod mindless kind of sense but like in a historical context and uh, it just seems like a good dude he just wants to do good stuff meanwhile everyone else is making a fortune off of singing shitty songs about being awful he writes a positive song and he's still living in jersey i just saw a band play a bunch of shitty songs about being awful and they were amazing yeah well no i don't get me wrong it's I love the Blink-182 t-shirt I bought says crappy punk rock. (laughs) (laughs) It's a tour shirt. 
Uh, it's it's the self awareness that mm-hmm. you, you got to appreciate. I love it. Hey, right, you want to blow this dude anymore? Or can we move on? Uh, no, I don't think he's. I I I hope he's not like that. I mean, and if he is, I mean, I'm pretty sure he's got a wife and kids. But you know. <laughs> All right, maybe. Move, so moving on. <laughs> sure. Here is my. Oh fuck! My fourth pick. God damn it. Oh, we're moving along. Um, excuse me. Isn't there anything here that doesn't have meat in it? Possibly the meatloaf. Well, I believe you're required to provide a vegetarian alternative. Yum. It's rich in bunly goodness. (laughs) <laughs> independent thought alarm uh i like how they have giblet mcdiblets salisbury balls cow legs <laughs> do you have anything that doesn't have meat in it possibly the meatloaf <laughs> the best is, is so great about this show is and i haven't seen this episode in god knows how long i can visualize the whole thing though just hearing it that's how fucking good it was <coughs> <laughs> it was great. Now, I'm talking about the difference between my hot lunch and Catholic school, because that's what you called it. It's not school lunch, hot lunch. Mm-hmm. And hot lunch in public school. It was completely opposite of Simpsons. We we were served more giblet McNiblets in Catholic school, and it was the food was all like really, it was like a, we had salad bar part. I was like fucking blown away. Like I, I, I was like fucking... Ariel when she gave up her, her voice to get legs when I <laughs> went to public school. <laughs> I was like a whole new world. <laughs> um, like I had books that were from like the year I was, th- th- that year, <laughs> not from like the year my dad was po- born. We, we call them post-war. <laughs> yeah. Um, like there was a student store and they, 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 um, they sold like candy and stuff and like you could go Whoa. to you could go to the lunchroom, and and so we, I, like I said, we had Pizza Hut on Fridays uh, for pizza at at Troxel, my middle Fuck, school. We did not have that. Well, my kid has Domino's. Yeah, but she doesn't like it. So we we had when I got to the high school, we had Valley Pizza, which oh, was yeah. I know it was so fucked. Well, and we. They, they don't like it because they get the stock sauce and we always have to get the special uh, Robusto or whatever. That uh, yeah. Robust marinara. Yeah. So um, then we had like my favorite lunches where we had um, crazy dippers. So you either got meat or meatless sauce, like spaghetti sauce with it, mm-hmm. with, the, with the breadsticks. But my friend Connor taught me, and this is when I learned to dip everything in ranch that you dip ranch so we bring the bucket of ranch from the salad bar over and nice. use that <laughs> um then toasted cheese sandwiches with tomato soup was another favorite of mine well, that ooh, that was a rarity and if oh we, we had got, that every that, week that was gold oh no we never got every those. week uh and my by my senior year i was just having like this pepperoni pizza stick um a soft oh, pretzel man. yeah there was so much good with like cheese dipping sauce this was at Rich Kid School. Yeah, Parkland, yeah. Yeah, Rich Kid School. I wasn't a rich kid, but there was a lot of rich kids in the school. Yeah, so. you went to Rich Kid School. I went to, no, at Troxel, I was at the farms. I was at the poor kid 
version. And then they come, we, when they mix us in with the rich kids, they had to treat us all like rich kids. So, yeah. <laughs> so winner, winner, chicken dinner, literally chicken lunch, <laughs> um, fried chicken. See, that's, that, that, that's when, when you go to a school and there's only like 200 of you in your class, you're pretty much all of the same class. There's like the, the one kid whose dad owned the local, like, Car oil delivery business. Right. Yeah. Every, everyone else was. Well, Gebhardt's was down by you, right? When the Gebhardt kids near or Eberhardt's uh, or whatever it was. Eberhardt's. It's a car dealership over there. I didn't graduate with any of them, no. Yeah, yeah Eberhardt. I well, grad- Eberhardt Road. I graduated with Jandals, so. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> They're like the. They basically own me. They they own all of Parkland, yeah. They the the own, they, turkey yeah, farms, they, yeah. Um, but yes, I mean, I I don't know what you were getting in your your school, but um, um I mean, we got the dippers. I did not like them. I was not a fan at all. Oh, hodgepodge! You love uh, the dippers. Oh my goodness! Hi everybody! I've been away from the show for so long. They don't invite me on anymore. So many of you rude little kids said they don't like me on the show. Squeezing went through a period where he said he didn't like episode. me either. <laughs> but I, I, I made sure he learned to like me, and eventually he learned to love me. <laughs> you might not have liked my crazy dippers, but I loved your crazy dipper. I let you dip it in my meat sauce any day of the week. Uh, this is still a family show. I, oh, fuck, I should have said it when I had the chance. Much funnier. Anyway, I just wanted to stop by and talk about school lunches and sheets of Rice Krispie squares that I would make for Squeeze. They were rock hard, but we threw them in the microwave and he ate the whole tray. Uh, <laughs> I did. I didn't. That was only the tuna hoagies that were left over that no one else ate. Oh, I always wanted you to eat my tuna hoagie. Oh, oh that's just gross. It was soggy and tasted like it was left <laughs> out for four days, but it was still nice and ripe. Anyway, kids, I missed all of you, and uh, I know a lot of you wanted me back. Pretty much all of you, so here I am. I might not be back for a while, but I just wanted to say hello. Until the fall, when we do our next school show, you just tee this one up. Bye, everybody. Bye, Squeezer. What was your favorite meal to serve, lunch lady? Whatever you wanted to eat off of my naked body. That's a little belligerent. We're adults. What are you being so crass and coy for? My goodness. You're so bashful. You used to be so forward with me. Please, lunch lady, pull out tomorrow's tray of pudding and let me dip my face into it. I have something you could dip your face into. You never wanted to dip your face into my tray of pudding. Oh, I wanted you to eat my McNiblet so hard. 
There is definitely no meat in my meatloaf. Thanks for nothing. All right, I'm out of innuendos. Time to go. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Oh, man. Uh, we must have got hacked. I can't believe you had to wait two weeks for that. I know. That's why I couldn't do it that night. I knew I wouldn't be able to do my impression. Uh, I, I, the second I saw it on the, when you sent that initial rundown of what we were going to do, and I saw that, I'm like, oh, I know why he's doing that. I wasn't for that, but yeah. No. No, I really wasn't. Just icing on the, the peanut butter cake. Mm. Oh, man, when we get the little uh, the, the peanut butter squares... If you wouldn't like sound like you're about to ejaculate every time you talk about food, it would be harder to do this. It's not that. It's the, only, the peanut butter squares are really the only one. That and the fact that, you know, we got Martin's potato chips to put on our hoagies. So hoagies. Awesome. Yeah. Hoagies. Okay. Um, where, fuck your fourth pick. Here we go. My little brother Russ here has been telling me that you guys have been choking big time. Well, your brother's got a big mouth. Uh oh. It does, doesn't it? Oh boy. Anyways, we thought we'd call y'all to see what you got. Yeah, we know you can talk to the press and sign autographs and stuff. We can do more than that. Oh yeah? But we can teach you how to play like the real team USA. Yeah, what would you know about it? <laughs> Party people! You gotta earn every inch! Again. Back again. Back again. Let's begin. Party on, party. Beyond uh, who doesn't love a good tag team uh, montage? It went hand in hand with the, the genre at the time. Yeah. You can't have a Mighty Ducks movie. Everyone's just like, every every, every uh, studio board meeting was, how can we work in some kind of jock jams thing? Right. So... Our research tells us only white people play hockey, but we really want to market this to ethnics. <laughs> How could we, what's a good backdoor to ethnics, but also very accessible to white people? And someone goes, oh yeah, whoop, there it is. <laughs> That's how that made it into that movie. It's like, and, and then there's, then there's a meet, they, it's all shot, it's all done. And it's like, Bunch of old white it people are proud of themselves. Yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't feel ethnic enough. And then some uh, sound guy just hits a police siren button. And like, that's it! Now that it's some woman uh, with her hair up in the meeting, and she, he goes, uh, he goes, she the, goes, the movie producer from The Simpsons. Yeah, that's who I'm picturing. She goes, yeah. Bingo! <laughs> bingo. Yeah, bingo. <laughs> How do we make it more ethnic? Let's put a police siren in here. Ah, so I I still have a gang have fight in moments? fucking Mighty Ducks in Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. Where are they in this? And uh, two, this is the USA team. Well, they're in LA. Okay. Because yeah, the, yeah. the Junior Olympics were in LA. That's, That's right. why, you know, yeah, they were allowed to do that. Um. Old Gordon Bombay it, is finally out of Minnesota. Eh? Yeah. You ever, you ever have that moment in your life that's still like that freeze frame where it's like you could have done something to stop like something horrific from happening, but you never did it. And because of that, your team failed the intramural 
I wasn't on team squeezer. Come on. My team in my head was what <laughs> like the my D and D team that I played by myself. Uh, team. You find that game and I will we talked about this. This this was two different this is a separate podcast go where squeezer, we talked squeezer, we're squeezer, squeezer. Play D &D. My dear squeezer boy. Do you think yeah. I only made D and D games with wrestling? There's notebooks out there with multitudes of D and D campaigns my dungeon master brain came up with. Cause I had nowhere else I would I had nowhere else I you you see the creative brain I have. I'm not trying to brag, but you've seen what I create. It's, right. It's kind of scary. Yeah. Right. I that always existed and I always needed an outlet and I had to mm -hmm. I, I I it's chaos and I couldn't Oh no I I get it. Like now that I have you and Corey and Natalie I can make sense of it and get it out to the world. But back then I couldn't. I had nothing. It was like it was chaos in my brain and and I had D and D. That was what made sense. I could put anything I was into. Jurassic Park, D and D. Um yeah. wrestling, D and D. Mario Brothers Nintendo, D and D. I made campaigns because I'm like, all right, D and D is something that like in real world it's like a real world RPG. Mm -hmm. How do I take this? thing I'm really into right now and and out when I'm not playing Nintendo or or enjoying it in a movie or or watching on TV how do I enjoy it campaign and play it and I make can you do me can you do me a favor as mm -hmm. much as I love having you around and I do not want her to be in charge can you go and just get a job at Bethesda uh oh sure <laughs> thanks thanks to make some what what do I what is Bethesda what will I do there they're a game studio. Ah. They make the games I like to play. Well, listen, I don't know if I can make games. I could write games, probably, but I can't. Well, I guess, yeah. I need I need Corey and Natalie and, and you there to build my, my sets in real life. <laughs> we all need to get jobs at Bethesda if you want me to be. I'll, I'll go. I have, a, I have a team of you guys that make sense of my nonsense. I mean, call Todd. He isn't the Maus guy. Todd. Todd Howard. Howard. Uh, he's a lead designer and director for all of the Fallout and Elder Scroll games that have been released into Bethesda since like two thousand. Ah, oh, Todd Howard. Yeah, you said Todd Howard. That guy. <laughs> that guy. Oh, old. I call him Howie, Todd Howie. Howie was he's his the name. Guy, uh, if you're if you're familiar with him, he's the guy that goes on YouTube and tells you all these great things that your game is gonna have, and then it comes out and it doesn't have those things. Squeezer, you know me better. I don't even know what you're talking about half the time when you say this stuff. I am, however, finally taking one more stab at writing a motion picture. Oh. Yes. I have an idea for a movie. And okay. it, it might be my best idea ever. All right. You know, I want to add in your list somewhere in there the napkin pitch episodes. Doesn't have to be about that, but I. This one I can't pitch because this is actually an idea. No, no, do that. No, the napkin pitch was never about that. It was always about taking, you know, 
like Brave Star making it into a motion picture. Right. But I actually have an idea. I truly think should happen, actually. But I actually have an idea for a movie that I think would be hysterical. And I, I have it's like I've I've wrote so much for it that uh, that isn't in the movie, just like like um minutiae for the movie. Oh, you're writing a Bible. Um it, well, it's it's see, you don't really write a movie Bible. You write a Bible for a show that's going to go on for multiple seasons. See, that's because that's my that's why I can't do the movie thing. Right, but like it's when too short. When um, when James Gunn writes a movie, or like you know, guys who are established directors, mm-hmm. and they know they're going to direct it, they write it like a Bible because they're directing it, so it's their cost so they're going to put this out there for every department head to to know like the script's going to go out there and all these notes are already in the script so they don't have to really explain them as much you know but i'm never going to let anyone else direct this movie if they want this movie made they're going to have to hire me to direct and produce this so you know it, it's i'll tell you off once we finish the show this the idea and some of the, the the jokes I've written for it already that I no, crack, okay, I'm game. I crack myself up over. And then is HBO going to make an entire series about it that you're going to love and adore? Say what now? Righteous Gemstones. Oh, I fu- oh yeah, that very similar to, but well, that much better done. So I can't be mad. <laughs> Um, the cavalry ministry was a uh, idea about a crooked televangelist. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, but like you know, they might also have been watching that episode of John Oliver and got the idea to write. They saw the humor in it, like I did. Oh, oh, is that where you got it from? Hmm? Oh, nice. He did an episode about televangelists, and I was like, oh my god, this is hysterical. That might be the worst thing about the strike right now. I miss it. Yeah, then the late night shows? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I miss Seth Meyers, Jimmy Kimmel. I watch all their clips on YouTube. All right, we are way heavy. So, uh, what are we talking about? Oh, floor hockey. (laughs) Floor hockey. Yeah. No, okay. (laughs) Anyway, I'm going to go over it. So, we had our interest groups. All right, and I know I talked before about uh, model rockets. Uh, I was in the model rocket interest group. This was like a middle school thing. It was like once a week for like an hour, and you would do like this activity. Um, model rockets was fucking awesome. That was great. But everyone wanted in floor hockey because you got to do the one thing you always wanted to do in gym all the time, but you never got to do, which is just play floor hockey. Right, yeah. We're in the championship game. It's five on five. I played defense, and you had you had your two. Uh, I we we played ours with you had two defenders, two offense, and then one center, which was like a rover, so they could go back and forth. And then our our goalie, I, I think I forgot was it Sarah Nicole. Um. Anyway, um. She she was a, a a big girl. Uh, we 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 picked our goalie proper. 
She she didn't necessarily have to stand on her head, but pucks didn't go in. And I have a flashback, though, this moment where the ball is sitting there on the floor. Oh, man, he's got his intense voice on. Like six feet away from our net, and she's standing there looking at it. And the ball is there, and the other kid on the other team is winding up. And I'm looking at him, and I'm thinking, fall on it. Just fall on the fucking ball. Drop, like... Class is almost fall on it. Stop the play. Stop the puck. Fall on it. And I don't. And I stood there and I froze. And this kid just unleashed. Right through the five hole. Right in the net and we lose. This is the seventh grade floor hockey interest group championships. Hmm. And we lost. And I still, I it burns in my mind. I this image, like, I, this is not some weird squeezer thing. That I'm like, oh, this would be a fun. No, no, this bothers me to this day that I froze at this moment and failed my team. That I have no fucking clue who any of them are anymore. If any of them are even still alive, one of them might have been Brandon. There might have been a Brandon. I don't know, but. We lost. And it's because I did not fall on the puck. Or ball. Well, you should be fucking ashamed. I am. I seriously am. This bothers me. <laughs> this is one of those weird little things from my past that still eats at me. And the, the, the insecure, the failure, and the reason why it's better to say, you know, when people are like, oh, it's better to try and fail. than No, 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 no. It hurts. I'd rather have done two tours of Model Rocket Infantry, uh, Model <laughs> Rocket Interest Group. Infantry? Infantry. Like, it's this is war, Ryan. This mm. is war. Okay? People lost. People lost a game. I was... Because of me. Yeah. Well, it, we had a volleyball though, tournament in um, middle school that got pretty intense, but... Yeah. It's the most I remember it. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, floor <laughs> hockey interest group. I completely blew it. I could have dropped down, just stopped the stopped the ball, and I didn't. I mean, I could blame our goalie. I probably should have. My but, last uh, pick, I just put in there because it's not. I don't even have to do it. We could save it. We're like two and a half hours into the show, two and twenty minutes into the show. Do you want to hear about me? Talk about my gym clothes for five minutes. Yeah. Well, I got to pick you, too. I'm not done. This mm. show's far from over. <laughs> uh, Even though I got to pee again. No more pee breaks. No, no. We'll get to the end, but there might be an accident. You're not in uniform. Yeah, about that. We seriously have to wear shorts to play pool. If you play in this class, it's regulation. Regulation pool or regulation you? 
Do you have something against playing pool with a full range of motion and optimal comfort? I'm comfortable in my own clothes. I bet you are. I'm sorry? I said, I bet you're comfortable dressed like a model instead of an athlete, sipping martinis and smoking instead of keeping your game on the table. Hey, listen, man. You're implying I'm some sort of pool poser because I don't want to wear a bathing suit. You're the weird one. That's weird, not me. Nobody plays pool like that. Yeah, well, what do you call this? I call that your personal business, okay? And I call this class the desecration of America's coolest sport. Yeah, I, see, right there, ah, coolest sport. Okay, I want everybody to know what's going on here. This is from Community, where he took billiards and they made him wear shorts, the gym uniform. <laughs> Was that Harry? No. Harry? From Home Improvement. Oh, I don't know. It was. Yes, the guy that runs the hardware store. Oh, Harry Burke. Let me search him. Images. I think it... Yeah, it is. Yes, it is. Blake, yep. Blake Clark? Yep. Uh, that, it's the voice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's Community. You still got to go watch Community. It's hysterical. It's a great show. Dan Harmon... Oh, he took over Slinky Dog from Jim Varney. Yes. That makes sense. Uh, you got to go back and watch Community. I know you... you. I was always in... Like, I wasn't like a start-to-finish kind of guy. I love it. It's a good show. But it was always... I just... If it was there, I watched it. I've tipped the tailed it like seven times. Uh, see, that was me with like 30 Rock. Like, Well, yeah. Also me with 30 Rock. But... Okay. <laughs> But communities and community, Thirty Rock, Parks and Rec, and Office are like, yeah, the... yeah. Those th those are the fuck. That was an era, man. Mm -hmm. uh, so anyway, uh, I was talking about our gym uniform. So we wore a uniform in school. So it was blue slacks, blue button down shirt, and a blue clip on a, 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 a like a light blue shirt and a navy blue clip on tie was our uniform at um, St. Francis. By the time I was in like fourth or fifth grade, we were allowed to wear a light blue polo shirt that had St. Francis of Assisi embroidered in dark blue on it. Mm -hmm. That your parents had to pay for. Oh, all of it. We, yeah. Had to yeah. Pay for. Um, <clears throat> but then our gym uniform was green and white. Gym uniform. So it was a gym, it was a green t shirt with white printing and green shorts. Like little gym shorts with white trim and a white St. Francis Friar logo on it. So on gym day, we got to wear our gym uniform. Ooh. I think it was Thursday was usually gym day. And then later we got sweatpants, but, you know, for the most part it was the shorts. So you wear your gym uniform. You don't change into it. You just wear it to get to wear it to school that day. Oh. It's usually the best day of the week. You get to wear gym uniform. I don't remember what we did in the winter. <laughs> I know we later got sweatpants, but I don't remember what we did when we didn't have sweatpants. So we still had gym like three days a week. No, nah, we only had gym once a week. Ah, oh, oh, we were always in gym. Now, when or I got maybe to, it's just my memory. When I got to middle school, then you brought your gym clothes in a gym bag, and you changed, and it was uh, gym was fun, and swimming was a fucking blast. I took elective swimming at yeah, Parkland. Yeah, says you, mister, I can take my shirt off in public. 
Oh, come on. It couldn't have been that bad. In high Always. school? Oh, yeah. Wor- oh, worse than now. Uh, well, I took elective swimming because we just played s- pool basketball every day. I was heavier in high school than I ever was at my heaviest. Oh, really? As an adult. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like 260. I uh, did I, I I don't know you that that heavy. Oh, I was a fat little fuck. <laughs> well, I was a waif in high school, like no muscle, no nothing, just skin and bones. Mm. Um, but we I so I took elective swimming <laughs> in eleventh grade because we we were allowed to play fucking pool basketball. Oh, you know that's fun. It was. It was fucking awesome. Oh no, they made us swim like laps. No, like my first swimming that the the one they make you take, you have to learn like the different methods of swimming, which I I kind I knew how to swim, but I didn't know any methodology cuz my dad to this day still doesn't know how to swim and we are never taught as kids how to swim. I live in Emmaus, so my kids are already probably better swimmers than I was <laughs> up until 10 years ago. It's ridiculous. But then like I took it in 11th grade because it was a great way to break up the day, like middle of the day swim class, and you get into the show. Oh, yeah. It was fucking awesome, like a swim in the middle of the day. And all we did was fuck around. It was so much fun. I love that class. I miss it. Elective swim. (laughs) Yeah, we only did... Fuck. My senior year, Flipovitz let us play... Uh, ultimate frisbee in gym class every day. Nice. It was so much fun. Yeah, our our senior year dream was truly just fuck around time. We played ultimate frisbee, and like we played heavy, and he appreciated that we played competitively. Yeah, uh, yeah, frisbee, ultimate frisbee. Uh, if we, if we were outside, or uh... we played in the so we, we played ultimate frisbee in the gym. We got. Uh, we would just play ridiculous, vicious games of red butt. Not, like that's not a gym class activity, but they just said fuck it, and we like literally pounded the shit out of each other. It well, you know, in Parkland's gym where we set up to do the games, mm-hmm. there's two auxiliary gyms next to that. Yeah. So that's where we play at Ultimate Frisbee. Yeah, it, it's a massive complex. It's we a- had that one small little gym and they would bring out the dividers right and we didn't even have like now they have that massive sports complex behind it mm-hmm. that wasn't built when i was there ah. at parkland that was all like 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 just grassland mm-hmm. so we went out and played uh ultimate frisbee out there uh, and when it was nice but when it was cold we played inside in auxiliary gyms yeah, but imagine like, I, when I went for a walk today. The, the fancy charter school that I walked by, they were out practicing football, and there was a big tractor tire in the field, like next to them. And I wasn't sure if that what that tractor tire was there for them to work out with, or it's just so happened that where we're at, that someone just dumped a tractor tire there, and they're like, "Hey, there's a tractor tire. Let's practice football around here because we have a tractor tire now." Uh well, could have been a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Yeah. You um. Imagine being at Parkland now with that big complex back there. Oh my god! 
Yeah. Just it's like, like a college. It's a college campus. Yeah, I know. Just letting you go out and just walk. Yeah. Go, just go walk for Jim. Like that's what I would want to do. Can I get my steps? Oh, in? we were not allowed to leave. Oh, we were. Oh, we were. It this school. Our we were strict lockdown. Mm. Well, you it, were if year, you, like you were if two, you left for it, you could not get back in. You were two years behind me. So yeah. Columbine happened my junior year. It happened your Columbine freshman year. Happened my freshman year, and right. it changed everything. Right. So, so it happened my junior year, and then my senior year, we went to the new school, and they did not know how to lock us down at that school yet. Well, how could you? You have a door every ten feet. Right. So it was just come and go as you please. Well, they have the outdoor. Seniors are allowed to eat outside. You saw that, right? Yeah, no, yeah. We're, we were never, they, there was an outdoor eating area. We weren't allowed in it. Hmm. hmm. Anyway. Um, gym uniforms. We, we kind of rail, off-railed every topic. So yeah, every now. single one. No, I didn't have Jimmy. well, we were a public school, so we didn't have uniforms. So it was just wear whatever the fuck you could. Right. When I got to public school, yeah, that's what it was. And it was. And then there was always the one kid that, like, you weren't working hard enough to shower. There was no need to. Right. But, um, yeah, that but one was kid the one, who, there was who that showers one with the soap on a rope. Shower. Yeah. He's, yeah. It's like fucking Keddy Powers with the fucking thong tan line. Yeah. And then I realized, too, he wasn't even showing. He was just, he was a creep. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well. Yeah. All right. Um, Your last pick. Here it is. Ralph, are you eating your paste? No, it's over. <laughs> Squeeze, are you uh, eating your paste? <laughs> I couldn't. Yes. I'm too tired to bring out lunch lady, but I this is the right time to do it. Go ahead. Nah, no. I, I believe in you. We already pissed off enough of our listeners. Every, everyone chimed. Everyone tuned in because they knew that that's what they were gonna get. Anyway, your your average school pace consists of um here here's your uh, dinner for tonight: one cup flour, one cup sugar, four cups water, one teaspoon alum and three drops of clove oil that's to keep the little critters from eating it because it's basically food and that that's what your paste was so in, in general and and it's the alum and the clove oil that you really shouldn't be eating other than that like you're fine eat as much school paste as you want right off the stick um i sure as hell did uh but yeah, it, it was, I mean, how can you know? It's delicious. It's the sugar. That's why you wanted it. Um, but yeah. And then, you know, so yeah, you, 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 you ate paste, didn't you? No. Oh, please shut the hell up. We couldn't you afford paste. paste. I didn't eat any paste. <laughs> if we had glue, it was locked up because it was expensive. <laughs> uh, and then and once you got the like middle school, high school, though, like the once you got like the rubber cement, that's where like the arts and crafts came in. 
Yes, just, yeah, we didn't have paste and fucking. We didn't have your fancy fucking glue in Catholic school or at home. Glue. You didn't have. You didn't have <laughs> medium hold adhesives. No, my mom had um probably very toxic craft glue that came in like a gold bottle. Ah, oh, <laughs> they gave you like wood glue as a kid to like. Yeah, that's all. We didn't. They weren't buying us Elmers. We grew it up. Be Elmers. Yeah. It was whatever. What, you think our parents were going to make... My mom was going to make us homemade paste? We made homemade Play-Doh? Uh, no, not that either. And then I ate it. It's also just flour, sugar, and water, pretty much. Mm. It's all the same thing, just different numbers. But then, like, rubber cement. Then you get the rubber cement in school, and you, you use your, uh, your binder that has, like, the clear uh, slide on the outside. You know, you can, you know, slip, like, a paper... Inside, so you get the plastic cover, and you just coat the whole thing in rubber cement, and you can roll up into a cool rubber cement ball and make your own bouncy balls. Never done it. Really? Mm-mm. Oh, you should. So whenever you see me just in my office, just pasting my desk <laughs> with rubber cement, I'm making bouncy balls. Mm, good to know. But yeah, we would do that all the time. We and then you just have like wars, like. Everyone just be like launching bouncy balls at each other when no one's looking. Yeah. You can make little ones like buckshot or you make a real big one. You just see how long you can go and you just, yeah. Make one big ball, another big ball. And then you make a big ball and you paint a sheet up and then you roll that ball in that and just keep building and building. And you just, it was a status symbol. Who can make the biggest rubber cement ball? Hmm. Very interesting. Yeah. Glue. Very. Glue. Adhesives. Adhesives. Just glue. Adhesives with the rad ears. I'm going to hit the theme music so we can stop the oh, show. Oh, add that to the list. We can make that a full episode. The glue show? I forgot about glue sticks. Hot glue. I mean, hot glue is my territory, pal. Well, that's, that's, I mean, it, it's a useful tool for certain things, but, you know. Like hanging lights, fixing things. Curing what ails you. <laughs> I, 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 it's very good for like uh, adhering for template use. You know, when you're doing a little woodworking, you got like hot glue, it's like a template down. You can do that to move. Um, or you just pour it, like caulk it over like ice cubes, and then it like freezes and solid, and then you can paint it and make little toys out of them. Hanging uh, Christmas lights on brick. Hot glue, baby. Ugh. Comes off real I, easily. I don't hang Christmas lights, so. What do you do? Uh, I hang a wreath, and then the lights go on all of the trees. And then I get candles in the windows. Yeah, but how do you do the fucking... How do you decorate your house like fucking Snoopy did? <laughs> if you're not going to put big C9, <laughs> colorful C9s all around the garage. <laughs> uh, I like a good C6. Uh, I'm C9 boy. Nah, too big for me. Uh, never too big for me. Or the lunch lady. We <laughs> will be back next week with another episode of the Rad Years Podcast. You got a mega super episode to make up for last week's oh, lack of an episode. Oh, what a gem did you get? Yeah, you got uh, 40 minutes of us talking about nothing and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles to start. You got 
uh, off-railing. This is the most tangented off-railed show we've done in probably years. Nothing. We can completely do this show again next year and pick the exact same topics. Exact same topics. Perhaps talk about them. And then perhaps, or perhaps go off-road in some other direction on all of them. Yes. You got a little bit of lunch lady back. She hasn't been back in a while. You got a little bit of everything here. So... You're welcome. Just accept coherence. Except, well, that's not that's not what you come to the Rad Years podcast no, for. Yeah, yeah, it's on you. <sighs> we'll be back next week. I'm Arkay, and I'm Squeezer. Bye, everybody. <laughs>